But you guys are avid listeners, so... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate it. You still can count. Oh. You didn't know. <laughs> and this was like, away, away. Oh, you got me, you got me. Alright, ready? Away. Let's go. Five, six, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Another four is it the fortnight, my bro? Another fortnight and a half. The factory workers are halfway into their pay. You know the dope is live. You know that there was rumors of level three. And are we what a way to spend your Saturday or well whenever you're listening to this. Um yeah, with the Real Cast boys, we're happy to be back. As always, you can follow us at the Real Cast SA on Twitter and on Insta. You can follow myself at Geo underscore the underscore Don yourself, my man. You can find me at I am Basical on Instagram and Twitter. And guys, we are now you see this cut, man. Nah, it from uh he was preaching. Nah, 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 nah. But I will guys, we are now available on TikTok as well at the Real Cars TV. If you want to check us out on YouTube, it's the same name, the Real Cars TV there as well. Remember to subscribe, comment, turn on notifications so you never miss a video. And we are available on Apple Music. Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Cost Box. If that's not your thing, you can catch us at our subdomain. That's www.therealcastsa.podbean.com. And if you want to get in touch with us, we have an actively monitored email address, and that's trealcast.gmail.com. If you don't like me, if you don't like Carl, vice us, we want all the smoke. Sack. Yo, I almost went too much there. But away, um, we have we have one more thing before we introduce our amazing guests. Please, please. If you are sensitive viewer, please politely and kindly remove yourself from whichever platform you will find yourself on, whether it's YouTube, the subdomain. Spotify. So what he's trying to say is, Just if you are uh, says, if you easily butter, fuck off. There we, yeah, okay. I'm oh, trying yeah. to be polite about it. No, 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 fuck off. Like, no, we don't we, need we you. We don't need you, yeah? Sensei. We, we, we appreciate the view, but we really don't need your presence. Oh, yeah. And yeah, now that we got that out of the way, my bro, why don't you do us the honor of introducing our So, topic? we have amazing guests today. And we thank them for being here. We're gonna let them introduce ourselves. It's the men, introduce the myths. Introduce ourselves. I said themselves. Say ourselves. What did you say? You said ourselves. Yeah, they said ourselves, bro. Did I? Yeah. Not okay. such a word smooth now. Oh! Oh! My rebuttal is fuck you, Carl. Carl, fuck you, Carl. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Oh yeah, so um, they're the men, they're the myths, they are the legends. Every woman wants to be with them, and every man wants to be them. 
We've got the Classons in the building. So we've got Mr. Chad Classon. Chad, give us a quick intro about yourself. Where can they find you? Good day, everyone. <laughs> I'm just trying to be civil amongst the uncivilized. <laughs> but you can find me on, on Instagram at chadclassen89. Yeah, and that's about it. Please don't stalk me. There we go. You heard the man. And he's probably on private also, so <laughs> relax, Owens. Uh, then we've got his bro, and that's Mr. Jody Clarson. Jody. Yes, this is Jody Clarson. You can find me on Instagram at jclass. Oh, oh, DJ oh, class in this bitch. <laughs> Just a disclaimer for any woman who do want to be with us, it's not going to happen, especially me, and about this guy, but... Okay. okay, wow. <laughs> Can I just say that the class and speak for themselves? Geo's here, man. So we've got them on the pod, and you know where to find them now. And yeah, we're just going to get into the shits, man, bro. So this, this podcast is going to take like a conversational type vibe, as we always do. And we're just about to reminisce, you know, on, you know, more about you guys, you know, like, where did you grow up? So, a quick story about them. They, 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 I mean, you could classify them, well, classify. Uh, you could classify them as a bit of a success stories, you know? So, that's about growing up in the hood, bro. Growing up in the hood. So, you can give us a background about maybe where, like, how, how was your life in childhood, my bro? Is there any cuck you caught on? I'm sure there was, my bro. And we can just reminisce on that. Yo. I don't know if you want us to start off, my bro, but away. I mean, background, childhood was just moving around from place to place until we settled in Mitchell's Play in Beacon Valley for like Aoi. a good seven years. That's where most of the action happened, I guess. That's what you want to So you say nomads of source, of sorts, your yeah, source. Seven, seven schools, you know, throughout my career. Oh. Yeah, a lot of bouncing around, but. Once we got to settling down, it was interesting, you know, it was like... On that, on that thought, how was it being the new kid every time? Did you have like a strategy? Okay, okay, I'm going to move to the first Nancy or something like that. No, it was nothing like that. I made friends easily and I let go of them easily, you know. I wasn't, I wasn't too attached to anyone. I was like... Non-committal. We're cool, exactly, exactly that one. You know, it's like, now we can handle, we're cool. Don't ask me to come to your party, I'm not inviting you to mine. <laughs> Who knows who I'm gonna be, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so then I guess when I got to high school, it was a bit of a different story. I started making close friends and catching on some interesting mm-hmm. things. Oh, wait, Chad, the same thing your side or? Yeah, um, very similar. I didn't go to seven schools, though. I just went to three. Uh, maybe I'll elaborate a bit on the background. Oh, yeah. Dig in along the way. Um, so when Jody was born, just after he was born, we moved to Pointeville. Um, I was about three years old, and then we stayed there for six years. Um, yeah, we then moved to, to Crawford, uh, and we stayed in Crawford and Lansdowne for a little bit. Um, we went to school there, we were both at Kenwin for a little while. Um, and then we kind of went our separate ways. Um, I moved to Mitchell's Plain first, I was 15. And I stayed with my dad, and then Jody came the end of that year, and it was around 2003. Um, yeah, that's, that's when things changed. Um, I was throughout primary school, at the start of high school, I was an A student, and then I went from an A to an E. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that chick that's what's gonna say it. If, bro. Eve, bro. What the fuck is that? So, yeah. Um, so, so, what played a role in that, though? Because an A student doesn't just simply go to an E student, bro. I'm gonna use one of my common phrases. I became a waste man. <laughs> a waste boy at the time. But then, yeah. what do waste boys do, bro? Waste boys do dumb shit. So, uh, you get involved with the wrong crowd, with the wrong ladies, um, and you mess around with alcohol and some other substances. Some other stuff. <laughs> Are you choosing to keep that? You know, so we could put in like unga, for instance. <laughs> Chase the dragon, as they would say. Are we? Are we, Carl? No, I'm just listening to the stories. You know, obviously, you guys have done pretty well for yourselves. Um, I'm all the, you know, I usually get into the serious topics when we do interview our guests. So I just figured, you know, let the Owens roll on the good times and let me just take, you know, the... the oh, wait, no, no, okay. How about I do this? Yeah. Right, so you guys talking about school and shit. Mm. Now, I, I want to bring up maybe what I used to do in my school and then we can maybe compare. Yeah. Is this the same shit or what? You know what I mean? So we were talking of air and... I mentioned, uh, you know, the virus of bunkerlitis, right? So bunkerlitis, if you don't know, it's just bunking. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what the teachers used to call it, my bro. Um, so what we used to do is... For what? Bunking. Truancy. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Resident Wordsmith. <laughs> yes, of course, bro. Of course. The real cars forward slash shop code through and see much coming soon. Owens. much coming soon. But anyway, um, so what we used to do is there was a round tire, man, like a Mursa tire by like a wire fence. And one of our Owens used to live close to the school. So you come in the register period and you sign in so that they don't send your men to the SMS that you're not at school. That's what we had. Kakprat. But are we Adolf Hitler is the principal there. Anyway, um, that's true though. Aren't you based on him, Carl? I won't say his name, but we all know who he is, bruh. Anyway. Am <laughs> I then walk around like this? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, bruh. Um, so yeah, we did that, and then we went to um, the Owens's place, you know, say papa. Uh, that was when I was first introduced to Bombay Sapphire. You know, we do a gen of the month. Check our YouTube out. Um, and our uh, <laughs> shameless plug, bro. Yeah, you gotta do it. Yeah, we gotta, bruh. And then um, yeah, we went there, had like a time, and then we just jumped back before uh, the end of the the class for last period, second break. We jump back, since and then we just go to class again. So, yeah, that was the type of cuck we were catching on, my bro. Carl, was there any cuck that you uh, nah, caught on before we get to the guests? As you know, episode 11, bro, I was catching on. Oh, yeah, yeah, Carl was depressed by a tree because of a toxic and... Oh, shit. I know you listen to this podcast, but you know you were toxic, though. So, uh, yeah, is it in the same league at all, Jody? Or Chad? I've got stories for you, but you can go first if you like. Yeah. <laughs> you can go first because mine is very simple. Um, I bunked uh, a few times, mostly to hang out with my friends, smoke some ugly. Um, the worst offense or punishment I got for bunking was I had my prefect badge removed. 
Mm. Then I had to oh. two weeks later, and it was removed again about a month later. So. But was it removed like? The was it removed twice? Yes, it was removed. Twice. <laughs> 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 was like for good or? Yeah, for good. Oh, the okay. only prefect in history that was a prefect twice. <laughs> 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 I love how when people frame things as like records, man. Like, like earlier I was talking about the only head boy to sit detention five times in the year, man, bro. Yeah, it's the five time detention head boy, Mister. Yeah, don't give that one's weight away, man. Oh. Thank you, thank you to yeah. Feeder Cup. Jody, Jody's got the goods and I hope that he shares the story. Oh, yeah. Which my dad will freely share if he does. <laughs> yeah, so. Also I wanna say Chad, do you just before we get into Jody's Chad, did you always call a Oka Abli? I was thinking the same thing, no, bro. No, it depends. I was like, okay, now let him love. I'm like, oh, I believe it. I thought you said Mondale, not Camp Space. Okay, yeah, bro. Switch between the two. Okay. For the guys that are sensitive, Hubbly. Hubbly, Hubbly. Oh, yeah, bro. We can't help you from Camp Space. So, yeah, I guess my 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 story is a different. So. So, although we brothers, we didn't go to the same high school, so that's why we had our, our own interesting sets of stories there. There were no prefects, so there was no badges to take away from me. Um, but why you, were there no prefects? Um, they were targeted by other students. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, for their own safety. <laughs> Even to join the Odyssey, I was suspicious. So, you know, to be there with no badges on you. Yeah, that, that was the vibe at the school. Um, so, yeah, it was the same kind of things in the start, you know, banking. Yo, double apple silver fox. So it started out like that. Then afterwards it became, yeah, we found the, the bunnies close to school. Go there, have a few drinks. Didn't go back to school though, because that was just lame. So we just got. Oh, like, oh okay. And it was, it was, you know, it was a fun times. Back then we were all, you know, still under underage to purchase. But we sent the girls in because the guys never checked the girls for IDs because they just wanted to check them walking by. That was our strategy. Because it's just boobs out, makeup, ears. No, 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 school pants on, but the long top. Oh, shit! <laughs> so, so when we used to go, it was just like a counter where you walked in, you know, it wasn't a oh, yeah. store. What if you can pay? We were just going to the O there in the road where the stuff. So as long as they didn't have a school top on, you're good. So we sent them in, and that's what we used to do. And I, I. Unfortunately, built some sort of reputation for being this guy who was, you know, able to incite these liquor adventures. Mm. Oh, so, uh, a Martin Luther King of sorts. So the story. There is a box. So we added a few people. The next thing we knew, there were 70 people at this brother's house. Oh my fuck, brother. The entire matric class came to his house because they knew we were drinking. And who did they blame for all of it? 
Mr. Jody JC, bro. So yeah, that was the, the kind of rap I had for banking and you know encouraging others to participate. But now, now I'm listening to this, man. Uh, I'm thinking about like our school days, and, oh, yeah. and one question popped up to me, like now listening to you guys. What was the what you guys said? Like yeah, we used to drink and whatever, we used to get people to buy. You know, I mean, everybody done that mm. back in the day. So what was the drink? That Even if your mates are down, now you die. That's facts. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the drink that, that, you know, got you guys sorted? Sure, that's a good question. Like, what was that one drink that you, if you think back to it, like this led to the most legendary parties. I would always show up with this bottle. So it was vodka mm. and it was cheap. Um, it was either Pushkin. Fuck. We, we tried Troika, uh, but uh, how much was Pushkin back in the day? Because now it's like 80 rand. It's like 50 bucks, maybe 45. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was like the go to. But interesting to add to that, mm. we were actually trained to drink. Trained. Not many p- people can say this. Trained. We were Please trained. elaborate. You mean trained? I'm thinking about like now you went to a boot camp. Yeah, I'm thinking boot camp. <laughs> This is how we go. Are we? Are we? You run through the tires and then you. <laughs> uh, in a way, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so our dad, I think he had a very progressive parenting style. Okay. 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 We were. I was about 15, 16. Jody's three years younger, and his buzz was, "Listen here, I know you guys are going to start catching on shit now. I did the same thing. So, this is the deal. Mm. You can drink." I will buy you alcohol, mm. I'll give you and your friends a place to drink. Okay. You drink here at home, either in the lounge mm. or the backyard, under my supervision. Okay. I tell their parents, they yo, they tell their parents, everyone knows what's happening. The reason is that way, I don't have to stress when you're out. Yeah. yeah. And you guys can have fun, they can sleep over, yeah. whatever. He would sort out snacks, dry for us, like make sure it's liquor for everyone. Mm. Like that was his deal. He just wanted mm. everyone to have fun. But it was actually cut progressive, bro. The training part was, and he told me this, if you guys go out eventually to parties, mm. clubs, whatever, you know your limit. You can oh, handle your shit. Nice. Um, and at the time, I was like, oh, my dad's cool. My friends were like, oh, mm. that's amazing. But later, I realized it was actually really cool. Yeah. Because we did go out. We did go to parties Fair. and... And either and way, and either either way, if you said, like, nah, it's not so, you're going to do it anyway. anyway but yeah. now, I knew... How much I could drink and how much I couldn't yeah. drink. And when I'm about to do dumb shit and when he's about to do dumb shit and we could like kind of have each other's back like yeah. that. So I thought it was actually really cool. Yeah, like, I know, I know there are some parents that would like, you know, get the fucking staple. Like, how can you do that? You know? But at the end of the I've day... I've got a story I mean, for you. Yeah, no, I mean, we can... <laughs> but at the end of the day, you can see like, it sort of built that trust. You know what I mean? Like, I let the Owens do it here though. Mm. I seen it. And they also learned like, okay, this is my limit. And after this, it becomes raucous. And at the end of the day, it's happening in your own home. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So now you can respect. I, I actually had a lecturer mm. who did a master's on that. Uh-huh. On our less restrictive parenting style. Incl- a less restrictive <laughs> parenting oh. style um, encourages like children to have more responsibility yeah. when they do this malkak, right? And our more restrictive parenting style encourages a rebel, mm. for instance, because I'm going to dala one way or the other, but now I'm going to act it completely if you don't let me do this shit, yeah. you know what I mean? I'll give you an example, right? I was quite sheltered for a long time, 
believe it or not. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and in grade 10, um, oh, I know this. do we all know, yeah, bro, you, you, know, you all know the movie Project X, right, where they had this, uh, so Project X for you millennials who are listening, fuck, anyway, no, I'm not. No, 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 no. 96 is where it stopped. After 96, fine, but I'm still... I maintain that cuck. So, uh, Okay, you can go. Were you born with an iPhone in your, in your hand? No. Did you cap tall? Yeah. Me also? So? Do they cap tall? No, they changed Oh, okay, so cool. Nah, cool, 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 cool. Fine, fine. The millennial... When did the millennium start? When? Is the millennial ended... Like ninety six, two thousand, motherfucker. That's that's a millennium. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a thousand years. So, so we part of the millennium. No, we not, bruh. It was before two thousand. We are. You know, okay. Touche, touche. <laughs> Oh yeah. So um <laughs> just have to get the etiquette right, but I am monitoring today. But oh yeah. um so Great Ten Project X comes out, right? It's a movie uh for the millennials, like I said. Um about this Owen said one shit at school, but they wanted to be kofalic, so they sh- they threw a Musa open house party and like there were fires and shit like that. Uh, apparently Kanye appeared, that's what they say afterwards, <laughs> at the party, bruh, so obviously people were inspired after that movie, you see, and at Brackenfell we had, yeah, I was at Brackenfell, you know this from the Brackenfell episode, um, you know, don't forget Brackenfell episode something, um, so, yeah, 37, I'll check later. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. Awesome. We will have interns soon, don't worry, but you fuck over, but get my coffee though. Anyway, <laughs> um, anywho, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, so what happened is we had an open house party, right? And uh, well, not we, like people at school. So everyone knew of this open house party, but myself and Carl was with me actually. We went to another friend because we were like, nah, we can't do that still. That one's gonna go rockers. Our means is gonna let us like nah, it's not okay, us. We, 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 we were we were rockers, but we know we knew the you know We knew the confines of our consequences yeah. of our actions, bruh. So. so now we lumming at this joint, we siping liquor, what about? Uh, and we hear the music. So the party was in the same road. Right, and we can hear the music from the house we at. And Carl's like, yo, maybe we can hear the music. And I'm like, oh yeah, I can. I'm like, uh, ladies, can you hear the music? And I was like, oh yeah. It's like, I wonder what it's like there, you know. <laughs> Long story short, we're walking down the road, maybe we're going to the party. And um, this party was intense. Let me tell you a few things that happened at this party, bruh. Owens were in the hot tub, no? smoking a pipe. No, Oka, oh, I humbly, for the sense Oka was in And the so the coal fell in the hot tub and they were still lumming in that black water. <laughs> you mean the hot box, eh? <laughs> and the Owens were like, uh, this one O got cuck safe, no? And he mocked on a voice. No, it was me! It was me, bruh! <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So I think 
at that time, no? like me and Joe, just we just started being friends. That time. yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to hate on you, bro. Oh yeah, but we won't get into that. No, sure, so we just we just started like you know being friends, and then we obviously started hanging in the same circle. So from what I know, and please correct me if I'm wrong, mm. this man wasn't like you know he wasn't like part of the vibes. I, I don't no, know. Yeah, I wasn't. Well, he was I wasn't. Like, his parents were very strict. Yeah. So we, we were, like, and me, I was partying like every weekend, you know, whatever. So we decided, okay, now let's, you know, we we friends now, you know, let's let's. let's. You know what changed it for me? Oh, wait, wait. In the morning on Mondays, when they're like, "Yo, did you see that at the party?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Can't yeah, hear it from him. I mean, that's a lesson for life, though. So much coming soon, bro. So, yeah, bro. <laughs> so we decided like now nah, let's go and we, we we got to talk and whatever and we planned to have a chill night man like we just for the Owens crying and whatever and as you said now nah, we hear the music no Owens man come let's just go because you know the YOLO that time YOLO was still a thing people yeah bro the motto just came out YMCMB oh boy South Beanie are you just so they were like nah let's just take a trap go see what's happening alright and my, I'm thinking at, at this point in time, like, look, this is basically like one of his first raucous parties, you know. Nah, get your eyes, man, bro. Get your shit off, bro. Oh, you can take off the headphones. Oh, um, so, oh, wait. So, I'm basically like, nah, you're gonna go with me, you know, Dala. Whatever the case, maybe we come there, put our bottles on the table, we're sitting. And this, bro, like, that was so house it was, his parents went to America. So we like went post bro, and this man was like rich rich bro. Did he drive like a super bike to school bro? Away, that man did bro, oh, and you yeah. must know how they do it bro. They leave the house alone and they buy like a lot of stuff because they don't spend time with Thanks. you. Away. <laughs> yeah, that must make it feel better. <laughs> so away, so away you neglected, but you I'll buy a super bike though. <laughs> so I'm just trying to set the scene man. So now I'm like, okay now I'm gonna look after my bra, you know. Whatever the case, we get there, you know, set up the pipe and whatever, I remember. Was it you that wanted to roll that man over a pipe? In fact, it was me. Beat <laughs> <laughs> with people over hubbly, man, bro. Over hubbly. So I was like, nah, man, bro, so, nah, for the, you know, you set the tone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I was like defusing the situation and whatever, and I'm like thinking to myself, you know what, I'm going to have his back tonight. It's like one of his first events or whatever. Right. Next thing I know, this man is gone. I don't see this man. I'm like, okay, but I'm not your top, so I'm not gonna go looking for you. I'll probably catch up with you later. My bro, I come meet this man, he's in his puss, my bro. Katie, oh, he's like, now he comes to me, he's like, my bro, I'm in my puss, bro. I'm like, and, it, and his father was gonna pick us up, no? That night, his father came to pick us up. And he's like, yo, bro, my topi. What if my topi finds out? And this man's almost like someone that did drugs for the first time, bro. You know what I mean? We'll about the poor thing, bro. And I was like, nah. My top is coming. I'm like, my bro, nah, relax, relax. And now I'm thinking to myself, nah, I'm gonna have fun with this one, bitchy. So I'm like, my bro, you know what helps me sober? Do push-ups. This man, Dala push-ups, bro. And you all cheering him on, bro. Don't undersell it, bro. Moose circle came around me, bro. And then I go, I'm too bad tacos, bro. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, look at till this day, that's the most push-ups I've ever done in my life, bro. This man's going and. <laughs> And we're getting this man going, bro. He's like, nah, bro, it's not helping, it's not helping. So then someone else said, my bro, eat coffee. This man took coffee a, granules. A tablespoon of Nescafe black, bro. <laughs> this man said, ah, 
it's not working. So he's like, nah, I'm gonna throw up, I'm gonna throw up. So I'm like, nah, throw up in the sink. It's not my joke. They didn't they give me tomato juice as well? Yeah, they gave me tomato juice. So that's my mock. And in the in the the, the, um, the sink, it was raw sausage, man. That someone was like defrosting. I don't know, bro. So he mocks in the in the basin and he's like, I'm like, do you feel better at least? And he's like, oh wait now. I feel better, I feel better, right? Now we know we carry on, we're chilling and whatever. Won't we see another man, brah? One of our brass One of our brass actually. We're not gonna put it on bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of our brass walk past and now I'm chicken, I'm like, bro, oh yeah, yeah. This man go look in the sink, man, and he's also in his pussy, bro. And he's like, oh I'm hungry. Then someone's like, nah, there's sausage in the sink. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like a fellow man. at our parties yeah. like the Musa Owens from our school they were like bouncers man now the bouncer come to me is like who vomited you in the, in, the, in, the, in the basin I'm like bro I don't know <laughs> and, and you're not like, looking and that's not even the worst bro so I need to tell this part of the story bro mm. so now like the party's clear I don't know what happened but they shut the shit down mm. because the kitchen was flooded bro it was like it rained inside the house my bro and like there was no rain it was summer so so basically like they shut the shit down and whatever and we we all like walking home so like you said it was down the road we decided everybody came there together with our crew we decided to walk home and obviously we're talking about how just the party was and whatever this man comes to me and he's like oh my word are you really gonna do this to me bruh comes to me and I'm like we all chilled this man comes to me he's like yo my bro I'm like is this one crying or he just he's like my bro what if I can't find out <laughs> yo bro I'm like trying to like because I know what it feels like to be in that state bro he's like don't tell my girlfriend no don't I'm like my bro don't worry my bro don't worry don't worry I won't tell you bro don't worry right <laughs> now I say a name I'm like oh, yeah. she's gonna leave me Eventually, like we get we get back um, to the, the house where our parents told people all the time, and I'm like checking up on this man. I'm like, bro, you're right. Have something to eat, which wasn't good advice at that mm. time. But what do I know? I'm fucking like, yeah. Like, have something to eat, you know, so you can sober up. Right? This man go ham on the steaks, but because we bribe before we leave. Yeah. This man go ham. I'm like, okay, I didn't even eat that much. Knock <laughs> yourself out, my bro. Right? That man tell me, okay, I feel a bit bitter. I feel a bit bitter. As he says that, man, my mock in a pot plant, no, no. When you mock when you drunk, you know, you smell that camera. Now everybody's like, oh, can you smell that? And this man's just like, where can you smell that? I don't know, my man's under the bus. I'm like, I'm like, who the fuck? Oh, so eventually, you know, we got home safely, but I mean, it could have gone either way. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I respect the way your, your, your dad handled the situation. I was going to say, if oh, yeah. I had been trained, yeah. you think that cuck's going to happen? You know what I mean? 
like like the training was good, like there was supervision, but you know, he listened more than I did. I've had plenty of those <laughs> going out with my friends, go to the Owens and then For instance? It's just reckless dude. There was like you asked so one so you know you remember with the Wonderland, good up center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where all the men so went to chase goodness. Yes. Yeah, but I, yes. I went the first year, he didn't go with. I went with another buddy, also another Chad, fingers. The, the <laughs> side. Yeah, he lost the half a finger. Yeah, Sh- the, shout out if you're listening, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he lost a finger in an accident in school. Um, so, anyways, fingers and, and then. Bro, I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, bro. <laughs> How the fuck, bro? Woodwork, how, how? Maybe it's the gunman that was on the roof at this one's school. <laughs> So this guy was a proper stoner, right? All uh, the time, he was always blazing. So he was he worked, was it also a technical school? Space boner. Space oh, boner. space boner. Yeah. Space boner. So he was standing in the workshop and had a compressor in the cloth. So he put his fingers in the grill. So he was he was leaning he was leaning back and he had his back fingers in the grill. So someone else didn't know that his hand was in there. So they they turned the compressor on. And when they turned the compressor on, and obviously the fan ripped this, uh, this piece of his ring finger off. Oh my fuck. But because he was high, he could handle the pain. Yeah, yeah, of course. The guy who turned the machine on had to go for counseling because he was. So, so, so he had a, he had a, a family member who stayed in town, so we went to him, mm. and then we, st- we stayed there by the family member and we walked down to the group center because it was very close. Mm. That first year we thicker. Next year Chad comes with, and then, <laughs> yo, like, I don't know what happened at the start of the night, but I got extremely hammered before we left the house. Mm. Prismos. Yeah, Prism. Oh, yeah. But my Prism was also my end because. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't First it. time I hear that cock, bro. I into the party because I, I don't remember walking there and they wouldn't let me in. And so my big brother had to carry me back to where we were. But he has a lot of recollection of what happened that night. I do. Mm. But apparently there was lots of clowning around. So, so yeah, oh, the, training, yeah. the training helped, but I didn't always cook so well when I wasn't. In the comfortable environment, and this oh, guy yeah. on clubs, whatever, was always just that guy who we put me outside of, of a comfort space. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work so good. <laughs> I see Chad has something to say yeah, over there. I need to comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the good old center, I think about seven or eight tips, and then we couldn't go in because he was wasted. Yeah. Now, this place was probably about three k's away mm-hmm. where we were staying, and it was uphill. I carried this bra on my shoulder for three kilometers. Nah, respect. The whole fucking way, bruh. Yeah. So, I I mean, I was ready for Iron Man that year. I lost one of my Krugers as well. Your Krugers, ah! So, yeah, all in all, I was quite twisted. I can imagine, bruh. But now this is making it out to sound like Chad was always the cool, calm and collected, bruh. Somehow I call bullshit. Nah, not always. Most of the time. Oh yeah. But, so but so I when it wasn't always, so so like what, bro? So let's go back to the parties. Like when I was listening to you guys, um, two things came up. One, Carl, thank you. You emphasized, clarified, confirmed whatever 
word you want to use, Jill is a waste man. I knew it was going to be that. He was a waste man when I met him and ever since, but now I know pre that is also. So thank you, Carl. Aggie, I'm still around, bro, so I'm doing something right, bro. And then the other thing was like, yo, you guys went to rich kid parties. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was like most of the parties. Most of the parties here by us. Another party, I'm not going to take away from what you're going to say is, but um, this chick's parents were also out of town. Mm-hmm. And she had, <laughs> um, you know, Frida Kloof, mm-hmm. yeah? Yeah. So, you know, they have Moosa houses there. And we had like a Project X party there. And what happened was, is we had a party about 200 people. Now, I'm not even oh, going overboard. No? The police came as well. Yeah, yeah but no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. the uncle came. Yeah, so the cars were parked into the next street and then the uncle lived in the next street and the uncle's like what the fuck's going on here because this guy can't happen in Friedrichloof you know what I mean and neighborhood watches and you know how it works so now we see just this short chubby oak coming in old oak with like a cutoff on and it's like all of you get the fuck out of here and, that, and we looked at this man, we're like, we 200, what the fuck are you going to do, uncle? And he takes out pepper spray, and he starts pepper... Were you there? You weren't there. I heard about it. Though. You weren't there, bruh. And they start pepper spraying the Owens, bruh. We had to run, take your pipe, run, go to the dam, go kill your on there, by the dam. So, so we, it was, most of the parties were like that. The reason why our parties weren't like that is because we had one colored bruh try to throw a party like that, Palak. Oh yeah, shout out Balak, way, bro. I'm putting on blast right now, but away. They had a party there by them, they had one bra left with his PS3. <laughs> 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 it's so I was like, yo, they stole my PS3, bro. <laughs> but away, you were saying, brother. So, yeah, we lived in Beacon Valley, uh, where the parties happened at least, and the parties was at our house. Oh, okay. So this is this is the kicker, yeah. So my dad, in true style, he was like, our birthdays was given, mm. and then if my mm. buddies had birthdays, or somebody wanted to throw a party, it's like my garage. Um, we had a bar in the garage, you know that? A name. Megabytes. Yeah. The bar was megabytes, yeah. The big bar, if you moved into the house, there was a bar there, and then, but it was like up against the walls and you used, but my dad made sure to convert it into a oh, hey. prime, Prime entertainment area back oh, then. For the and then the name changed from <laughs> to what's hot, what's new. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's where I got wasted. And, and I think I still apply the same logic. Like, happy to drink at home, but when I'm outside of my house, mm. I'm very conservative and I make sure I'm always a, like, got my shit together. But yeah, but I like. Did you do any weird cock when yes, you were wasted? Because I know they tell you about it the morning after, Miss. I sang quite a bit, like that was one of my things, like singing into the Vuvuzela. We, we got Whoa. quite a view of those videos. Oh, singing into a Vuvuzela, my friend. Um, there was one, I think it was one Christmas Eve. Now, most of us have vomited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drunk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, that's. Yeah. If, you, if you haven't, you kept it. vomited in random places. But yeah, you kept it. One you... Christmas Eve. We are vomited on the ceiling. Now that takes special Whoa. talent. Whoa. It looked like some shit out of the exorcist. I was on the ground, feet planted. I started mocking, but 
the morning, my uncle showed me, like, bro, you vomited on the roof, look at this shit. Yo. This nigga vomited, he vomited projectiles, man. Yeah, it was pretty nasty when he got that, but it was always like, if, because he was, like you said, he was always responsible, so I think I kind of took advantage of that a lot of the time. Oh, yeah, he was responsible, I was like, like okay, I can't get Rokas with me out because I know that he's gonna, he's, oh, gonna, yeah. he's gonna have my back. So then, ah, that's, that's how I was, he was my enabler, you know? and, and what about the ladies, bruh, the wrong ladies? Yeah, I'm back here. Yeah, no, you thought I forgot. You thought I forgot, yeah, bruh. They were close buddies of mine from school. Oh, really? I mean, it was just, you know, we hung out. We knew they could get the job done, so... And they were so, like, so... Say something! You know they got the job! The job was just to purchase an alcohol. Oh, okay, now, as long as we know. So why did they feel so enamored by you? Enamored, the resident wordsmith. Anyway, why did they feel so enamored by you to do that cuck for you? What? They're risking their reputation yeah, you for you. Back, so back what then, What have you been doing? You know, you couple almost back then. You're not like, okay, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I need yeah, a bottle. Yeah. You know, I'm not rolling in the dough. We all live in Beacon Valley. Mm. So we, we just provided the money and they just took over the responsibility. Uh, so they get to enjoy without having to contribute. So you were a blesser before blessers. Blesser on a budget. It was Pushkin, I'm your blesser. We used to roll with, with um, hypnotics, so it was Sambuca, it was our, our staple, mm-hmm. right? 34 and a bottle. You couldn't find this shit anywhere else besides about one place. Mm. And that is how we roll. So we didn't need much, it was like... You know, a few guys stayed there and the, the lady buys and we go. Now that you mention that, can I just... Um, yeah. Doesn't it seem like when you were younger, no? Oh, you're... Oh, my boost! So oh. Weren't you going on about me earlier? Sorry, man. Huh? Are you going to take it? Are you really going to... Yeah. It's fine. Leave him there. I'm on yeah. camera. I want them to see this. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, what I was going to say is... I heard you guys, so so he was about to go for attention, but he's not here right now, so... I, I'm a puss. Can you put it on silent, though? Was it fake insurance? Nah, look here. Wait, is it on silent? Yeah, it's on silent. Oh. So, nah, I'm just thinking, man. Fuck, yeah, I just lost my train of thought. Oh! Yeah. Right. You, you were speaking about, you know, your Zambuka and whatever, so I'm, I'm taking it like... That was your guys' go-to drink. That was our lupini. Basically, <laughs> go-to drink. But I want to know, the first time you got drunk, no? like the first time, how old were you? No? Nah, don't worry, because I think mine's a bit bad. But, and what did you get drunk on? So, uh, I, I think the first time I got drunk, I was probably like 11 or 12. Yo, like, me too, bro. Oh. Me too, bro. Like, and so it was with him. And you know, his buddies at the time, so it was like vodka, as he mentioned, that was the staple, so it was like, you know, back then it was vodka. But I think the first time out of like my own with my friends, it was punch. It was, we threw, the, we threw mm. one of the, the first parts we threw at, at, at Beacon Valley, mm. and we made punch with, with a latus, you know, the Cape style, the late harvest, the one. Yeah, the latus, I know what the latus is, bruh. <laughs> wait, 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 why are you saying late harvest? Like, I don't know what the latus is, bruh. That's because you shouted. What the fuck is the lapus? The late harvest, motherfucker. Yeah, no, but what is it? It's Cape Style. To, to oh, like the last grapes, my bro. Yeah. Please explain what we included in the punch and how we did it. Yeah, so, so we had variants of the punch, right? It was either, it was either the, the, the pop sack 
and you had stony and strong sweets like smoothies or something. Was it Johannesburger? Hey, pop sack. Yeah, the white. Smoothies, man. Smoothies, bro. What? What color? Hey, the green ones, the green, the green, ones, the green, green or the white ones, the strong ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Those we made like it was like an orange ginger beer vibe that we had going okay. there. Like the extra quid, sir. Huh? <laughs> you guys were doing. I don't know if you seen this trend, like with the Owens, like throw ice and the yellow 1818 and sweets and cup. So that was like your version of this. Facts. Yeah. Oh, hey, there we go, bruh. You know, we Welcome to our life, my bro. Don't scare my dream. We instituted this. <laughs> Oh, you talking about the, the cans? Yeah. You have a living in one? We, we had yeah. 25 liter drums and we made like almost a full 25 liter drum with, with suck, with 11 in one, um, cane, Cape to Rio cane. Like, oh, bruh. Did you fucking put the sake of game in there as well? I don't even remember game, man. I used to drink, drink, I used to eat, drink a pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was the stuff. So that was, that was what we, that, that was, a, yeah, those parties, those are the first drinks for me. Yeah, Owens, now, what I wanted to say was, no, I heard that you both mentioned the wrong crowds, you know, Jody was very specific on ladies, but I mean, like, in terms of wrong crowds and in terms of, you know, Beacon Valley and the places that we're talking about, we know that wrong crowds can go very wrong very quickly. Right, so I'm not under the illusions that you guys weren't ever exposed to that. So my question is: Is there like a, an example of like when you were exposed to that without being snitches get stitches? I'm not trying to do that, cuck. But I'm just trying to say like your approach was probably very different considering how you both turned out. You know what I mean? So I'm like, uh, let us know a bit more about that. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give you a few examples, um, but I also want to like set the scene because I think this is like where things get serious. A few weeks ago, Gio asked me like, basically, how did you make it? How did you guys survive? Like, mm. I think that's why we're here today. Oh yeah. There's a lot of guys in Mitchell's Plain, uh, Manenberg, the flats that don't make it out and make poor decisions. And I thought about it for a while. And the first thing is. We grew up in Bonteville, um, but my mom kept us in the house, so we weren't exposed mm. to Bonteville. We lived there, but honestly, I, we don't know any of the people in Bonteville other than our family. Um, so that was, what, formative years? Yes. I mean, we were out there before we were 10, and then we lived in Lansdowne and, and Rondebos, so southern suburbs for a little while, and we moved to Mitchell's Plain in our teens. So I think that's very important mm. to acknowledge, mm. because growing up in Mitchell's Plain from birth, and then staying there through your entire life, I think being exposed to it constantly, it has a different impact. Yeah. So at the age of 15 and him being like 12, 13 when, we, when he got there, you know a bit more. Your parents have ingrained certain values in you as well. Um, but you also come from the southern suburbs um, and you, like, kids are different, the environment's different. So you compare and you're like, yeah, but this, this is not what I'm used to. This is not what I know. Um, cool. All that being said, Get to Mitchell's Plain. I think the first six months I didn't leave the house. I was just like shit scared. I was like, wow, this place is crazy. Because mm. people shooting outside your house. Like, 
stabbings around the corner right because it was stuff you heard on the news but now it's happening on your on your front door mm. um and then once i eventually got to know like the kids in the area mm. they did took heroin ecstasy weed like any drug you can think of it, it was in the environment um i was exposed to it i was offered it the same with him but because we had a value system mm. we had parents who were invested in us mm. um, that actually did stress when we left the house yeah. and they weren't like ah, just go play outside do whatever yeah. um, those were things that, that we could I guess it was like our, our anchors and when it came to like crunch time if somebody says yo you're some hunger what mm. you gonna do I could say like nah this mm. isn't for me oh, yeah. um, so yes we, we are out to these guys and we, we saw it but we didn't necessarily get hooked on it get involved yeah. and like start stealing shit from the house and like doing all this crazy stuff um so yeah there's a few things so i said it's it's my parents like simple stuff was i don't care what you do saturday night make sure you're in church sunday uh, so there's times we come drunk feel like shit but nine o'clock sunday we were in church um, and then I think we also had very simple goals. I'll speak to my own. One was to finish school. And I needed to finish school. I needed to not be a drug addict. I needed to be in class 80% of the time. Um, and I also couldn't afford to have a kid. So I was always like, no matter what, I'm not having a kid before I'm married. Strap up. So that, that was like the kind of stuff. So I guess I called my anchors. Like when shit got dodgy, or I had to make like a big decision. I was like, if I do this, this could be the potential outcome. I become an addict, I get arrested, mm. ugh, get fucking shot for hanging out the Just on, on that quickly, yeah. like, while, while you're on that, like, because we, I think we, we covered this before mm. in one of our OG episodes, like, you mentioned there was a point, you know, where you guys were in a Wendy. Yeah. And you got shot, and the guys that you were hanging out ran toward, but you, your I ran away. was like, run away. So, was there a point for you and, and you, Jody? where something happened not something as hectic you know because mm. I mean, we all experience different yeah. kinds of shit so was there a point where you were like okay nah if i continue with this hanging out with this crowd or whatever it's not going to end well did you have to cut off people and what like what was it like in that moment if there mm. was any moment um for me there was no specific moment oh. um i think i outgrew them i mean we still joke about this some of the friends that, that lived in our street, they actually had like a, a competition who could stay in grade nine the longest. Oh my, what? Um, one of them was like five years, the other one four. So the mentality, so the mentality, like me and Joe is like, we want to get down to school, like we want to progress. I wanted certain things late in my life. Mm. Um, and slowly but surely, like if folks weren't interested in finishing school, getting a job, like we just started disassociating yeah. ourselves with them. And there were guys who had some ambition who wanted to do a bit more and like we kind of kept them around but mm. i think over time we just outgrew that area yeah. um and the people in it and i'm talking about the bad and it's, and it's not yeah there's definitely yeah, it's not like you racing like a way now yeah. fuck that owns like cut and, and and it's just like there was a point where you i don't want a lamb on the corner yeah. on a crack visions were different yeah. shaping a lung neck yeah. all day no some guys became on drug addicts so we just couldn't communicate and mm. other guys got shot and killed so yeah <laughs> to break the relationship. Mm. Um, yeah like, 
for me, that's that's some of the stuff that stood out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, so JC? being the younger brother, I was always close to Chad's friends. He wasn't really friends with my friends, but I, mm. most of the times when we were hanging out, like, I know a lot of his friends there, so I naturally became their friends. Mm. And something that I remember from when we were very young is Chad, from, from primary school, he learned how to distance himself from people who weren't aligned to, to him and, and what he wanted in life. So naturally he aligned himself with people afterwards and by association, I became aligned yeah. with people. So yeah, I was never really involved with those kinds of people. Um, they were like the guys out there, we play soccer and cricket, like you know, you come home and then we hang out with them, like do stuff, but they were never, they were never the guys who were chilling with us every weekend at the house. Mm. It was always our friends, not necessarily mm. the people from the block and the area coming to hang yeah. out with us. So, so yeah, like, for my, the majority, they're just like avoiding it. Like, my, I have a question on this, right, for, for the both of you. It's like, okay, I'm putting myself in the situation, right? You know what drug mert, right? We all know him when we see them. It's that one double story where there's all like small houses, orkies. But now there's a Musa double story. And then you base you a daycare uh, cap. Anyway, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So my thing is when a homeboy pulls up in his bum, inevitably, BM for those guys who don't say bum, right? Uh, no people said that, but okay. Nah, we say it in the north. Oh, yeah. Now, here's a pitch just here. So, it's called the Bum Squad. Anyway, <laughs> aren't you based on the Bum Squad? You know the Bum Squad, bruh. I'm just like, his reaction to it, man. I thought it was a normal thing, but I was like... No, no, no. They don't say Bum in the South. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bim Bum or Ram Bum. Like, what kind of Bum? Like a box. Like a... Nah, like a... Like a... Oh, you're big. I just realized now. Yo, this is a bunny. <laughs> Talking about bums. <laughs> but away, um, my question is, right? So say I'm a lighty, I see that cuck. I'm like, yo, you're pulling up in your bum. Everybody's scaling around you. They're like, oh my fuck, it's him. You know what I mean? Manstigate, Jordans, away, British Knights, you know, whatever. Um, and, and I'm looking at this and I'm like, yo, I must want that. Because you're a lighty, you want that. You know what I mean? You grow up also around the style where brand names are everything and you know that type of vibe. So you're like, yo, what do I have to do to become like him? And if I issue Kiki, go deliver this. If you deliver this, I give you a pair of Jordans also. And then it's like, oh, yeah, my bro, this price not paying, my bro. So go base him, teach him a lesson there. Since I know this is how it goes. I'm base. You understand? And I'm sure that you were also, maybe not directly. Um, encountered somebody asking you that, but you've seen it. And my thing is, I know we all have an innate... I all know we have a... <laughs> I all know we all have an innate kind of desire to be the best that we can be and to have the best that we can have because we're humans. So how do you look at that as the only role model that is... Well, except for your parents, of course, but like... Um, the only role model that's kind of present. The accountant is not present. There are many accountants, doctors, lawyers that come from there, but they must move to Platycliffe a long time ago, man. You understand what I'm saying? And I don't blame them. I would have done the same thing. But now you're seeing them the whole time. How do you not want to be them? How do you decide this is the illegitimate way to go? It's not for me. 
I think you, you, know, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, so like Chad explained, you, we, we, only coming there later on in life, we had really learned much of, of you know, that what we were seeing there wasn't like necessarily the world for us. Mm. And being close with our families and seeing them, you know, make success for themselves, it, it, I think it was early on for me that those are the types of people I would want to be like and those are the type of goals I would want to achieve. And when we, when, when we did see those things, it was already ingrained that I knew, I knew that's not legitimate and mm. I know that that is not the type of person I want to be and that's not the kind of, you know, things I want to get involved in. Yes, it's a shortcut to, to acquire temporary wealth and it yeah. comes with major costs. Yeah. So, but I think by that time, you know, when, when those things started happening and I was aware of this is actually happening around me now, I already decided, I may not have known then what I want to be yeah. in life and where I want to go, but yeah. I knew what I didn't want and yeah. I didn't want Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. And like, I always, like whenever we have this conversation, I always bring this up. Like what you said, like something that stood out to me when you guys started talking about your childhood and things like that was the fact that when you moved to this area, you moved there when you were young and you were still impressionable. I mean, 12, 13 years old, you were still impressionable, you were a child. Do you know what I mean? But you mentioned that the values and the principles and the models were already instilled in you to such a degree that you knew, yeah, okay, I don't want this. You know, I want, I want to find the right way to get to where I want to be eventually. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that when we look at what's happening to, in today's world, like we see a lot of people are saying like, you know, I come from this area or that area. Wherever you find yourself in, it's always difficult for us to make it. You know, there's no opportunity here for us. What must we do? Because I, I, I look at it from a point of view, like I grew up in the north, very sheltered. Like oh. when I went to Bondiville, I was like, what the fuck's going on here, right? Like, why are the people landing on the crackbooks? Don't they? You know what I mean? And my father would always tell me, like, this is, this is where I come from. Do you know what I mean? Like, when I was a kid, I used to stay there. I, I can't even remember. But my, my father always told me, like, yeah, this is where we started. Do you know what I mean? But I told myself, I don't want this. I don't want my children to grow up in this because I've seen friends, family, or whatever in that. And they're still, still there to this. And day. it's not about the place. Yeah, I just want to add that. Yeah, it's, it's not about, about the place. place. It's, about it's about the bad elements yeah. that are in the in place. The place. You know what I mean? No. Because the place has amazing people yeah, no, that they've generated. Now, I'm just trying to make this clear yeah. for the dumb nyers that are listening. Oh, yeah, again, nah, really. Be here. Yeah, you're not supposed to be here, but I know you're here, man. Since so, you're waiting for the Owens to pounce. Check. Matt. So, nah, I yeah. always say, like, like my mother oh, always me Fuck, it makes me angry. <laughs> anyway. My mother always tells me, like, look here, you don't have to have much, but you must take pride in what you have. Do you know what I mean? Because... When we were driving one day when we had a guest on the podcast, right? We drove through one of these areas and we would always tell each other, like, my bro, look how pussful it look here, my bro. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why must it look like this? And it's not the area. Like, it's not, oh, you must live in wherever. It must be failure. Otherwise, you can't live here. Do you know what I mean? Like, why? what do you guys think no? is the issue with... I don't want to say... Is it, is it weird for me to say our people? No. Okay, so our people, colored people. No, right? no, no, it's fucking not weird, bruh. Okay, like, what do you think? If they can say it and you know what I'm talking okay. about, then we can say it, fuck them. So, what <laughs> do you think is the problem in the mentality that our people, oh, yeah. I know what I think and I'll get into it after, you know. And I think it's very logical of you guys to have that cognitive ability to, to distinguish between illegitimate way of yeah. getting as I see it, power, mm. because at the end of the day, it all boils down to power for me, Oscar, he knows. Um, but, like, 
you had the ability and yes you were trained and whatever but you were still a kid man yeah like how do you think so logically from uh from a kid I mean, and what like to add on to that question like what do you think is lacking in today's kids mentality like because you like you oh said, i know what you think you, you came you came from beacon Valley. you came from bouncing you came from look where you are today do you know what i mean um oh wait now it's clear it's clear yeah um so you know, and look who you are today, bro. Like, you did pretty well for yourself from where I'm sitting. Do you know what I mean? You guys. So, what do you think is lacking in, in the mentality today? Because when I look at young kids, right? Especially, like, on social media and whatever. All I'm seeing, and this is, again, purely my perspective, is there's no opportunities. There's no jobs. There's, they don't respect us because of the color of our skin. It's apartheid. It's this, that, and the other. That's what I'm seeing. And you guys come from a time before all of this, before we had access to all of this information, before we could see, you know, the protests and, you know, before it was so easy to see what's happening in somebody else's life. You guys had no cooking clue because we didn't have Instagram, Facebook, whatever. We were still on like Lixit and SMS. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what you get a new SIM card, you must get the new web settings. <laughs> Worship and praise, man. <laughs> because, like, if I, if I think about it now, you guys had less access to opportunity than what the kids have today and what we have today. You know, but you guys made it out there. So what do you think is lacking? Yeah. Yo, that's a... There's no single right answer to it. So I'm going to give my perspective and opinion. Um, and I think all of us sitting here would have a different one. But just to, to, before I get into it, um, I wouldn't say we didn't have access, and I think Joey touched on this a bit, and I just want to elaborate on it. We were, I was listening to you, and Joe's example, like, if you see this, this bird in the area, like, how are you not attracted to that? For us, it was very simple, and I've, I've never really thought about it, but at the time, I was just like, this is dumb. Like, I don't want to do this. Um, one was the parents and the values and stuff and touch on. But two, we were poor as in, we never grew up in poverty. Like, our dad, he made sure everything was sorted in the house. Um, our parents were separated and our mom stayed in Ron Bosch East. So, we still had exposure to that part of the world. Like, we went to visit her and like, see things. They were like, oh, okay, there's a big difference between being with mom and being your dad in Beacon Valley. The other thing is, my dad's siblings, they... Are university educated, um, they had their own businesses, they were doing well, so we had really good examples. Um, but they were still married, I think we were the only divorced family um, on my dad's side. So, like, we had excuse. we could have made excuses. So, our parents split up, we had moved to Beacon Valley, we weren't the most well off ones in the family, we had to go to the schools in Mitchell's Plain, like, we had every reason to become drug addicts or alcoholics take the easy way out and just say yeah like we got out the shitty end in this family yeah um, but we did it we looked after our cousins and our uncles and i was like oh i want to be like that i want to mm. get to university like i had absolutely no idea how i was going to do it um and i'll touch on that a bit but that that was like the stuff we were looking to so when we saw the bird we were just like it's a donut <laughs> I think there's one that you know, I don't want to say his name, but I don't No, please don't. 
<laughs> Please don't say his name, bro. You could have had it for, for a year or so. Like, he was buying BMWs. Uh, his family was well sought after. And then he got shot like a mofo. And now it was just like, yeah, good decision that I didn't get involved with. Mm. Because the he lived in the double story where there were lots of orchids. <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly. I based you, bruh. You, we must all know who the fuck lives there, bruh. But away, I think that's a good example. I think it's a stock kind of example of how live by the sword, die by the sword. I mean, even here where we live in Krafotein, I'm not mentioning names, but we saw that cuck recently of how live by the sword, die by the sword ends. You know what I mean? So... I, I think it's great for that, and I think to transition from that, right? Okay, oh, whoa, whoa, oh, everything good, chat. Everything Fucking glad the cameras are off. Oh, wait, go on, class. So, what's, what's missing? Um, a lot of things. There are, I, always, I use this example often because, uh, like Joe mentioned, it's not the people in the area, it's certain elements. Like Mitchell's plan has the most churches and mosques and the most churchgoers and, and people that attend like religious places. So there's a lot of good people there. If, if that's kind Shout of, out table view. Frame good people. I mean, tafel sir. Um, <laughs> waste man. But I think it's, it's, it's good examples. Because if the only examples you have are the mud and maybe your, your parents or your family that have, uh, let's call it regular jobs or low earning jobs, and you're like, well, I don't want to work at pick and pay shop, right? Or I don't want to work in the mall. Yeah. I want to be like this guy. I want to make money, make it quick and like live a good life and spoil my family. Yeah. If that's the only example, that's what you're going to gravitate towards. But if there's guys like myself and Jody and many, many other people that do well but move out of the area and don't find a way to give back or communicate or whatever, like with the people that's left behind, that's what's missing. Um, and and you know, know, I, I don't know how. I don't know how to go back to Beacon Valley and inspire. Yeah, because cause this is something he talks about. Often. I was going to, yeah. And you can, guys, call me out if you don't, like, you think like Naka, you're talking Catman or whatever. But like what we always, like we talk about it often as well, is like our people, I'll say it again, our people, it seems like, again, my perspective, when we reach, and I'm not referring to you two, I'm just saying in general, when we reach a certain uh, pinnacle in our careers or our lives, right, it seems like some of us don't want our, um, how can I say, our, our people to come up with us, you know what I mean? I've seen it, I've witnessed it myself as well. Can I just say it very concretely, yeah. and, and, and I don't give a fuck who listens. If you look at black people, and you look at white people, in corporate, they look out for their yeah. own. Am I right? No, I can You don't have to, you don't have to answer. I'm not saying all. But give a colored person a position and it goes straight to their fucking head. No, really, no, really, really. Because. No, it's a fact, bruh. Anybody to support And I don't know why. I don't know where that mentality. I don't know why, bruh. It's something simple. I have witnesses in my own family, bruh. Like, let's say, for instance, today, Chad buys a 50 inch TV. No? Then Joe is like, oh, Chad has a. Chad has a 50 inch Samsung. Oh, Ultra HD. 
Hij moest gewoon bij je poes man. Waarom is het Tidelix. Tidelix. Yo, Panasonic. Telefunken, Goldstar, With the three toys on top, the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost. But like, nah, nah, Jody's like, nah, man. I can't be a pussy in my Tidelix. Jody and I go make skull. Make dick. Because he now on the 70 inch, and that's how old he Keeping so, up with the Jones society. So that when Chad comes, Chad can see like, oh, nah. You know what I mean? Can't he? Jody is now, and I'm not again talking about you specifically, I'm just making an example. Um, and now Jody's like, I'm not going to be a nine, I'm just going to also have a TV. Can't he? The light is just not easy, but you have Jordan on, single. You have a fucking 70 inch TV, crackers, ah, can't even watch the fucking TV. <laughs> And I've seen this shit, bruh. Oh, because okay, you must buy light. <laughs> and the thing is, bruh, like, we laugh now, man. But, like, I've seen it, bruh. Like, I've seen it. People would rather stay in this situation so they can impress other people. You know what I mean? People that they don't even give a fuck about, bruh. Like, Jody doesn't even phone Chad to ask Chad how Chad doing. But when Jody comes to Chad's house, Chad must have a best of everything so that Jody can see, okay, nah, I'm, I'm, oh, seems it. But behind it all, it's all a house of cards, bruh. Do you know what I mean? So there is like truth to what he's saying. And again, not all, most. So where do you think that comes from and how can we sort of break away from it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, you know, firstly, that sort of like vanity and like you say, keeping up with the Joneses. I think that's just some, some sad cultural thing that, that lives amongst our people, like, who are you trying to impress, really? Like, uh, people don't know, I think it's a different goal of like, like you said, you want to build a home, you want to build a life, or what do you, what do you want to do? Do you want to flex, do you want to show off? And there's times before social media, things like this are happening, right? People are always trying to impress others. But oh, yeah. it's, is it like, I think, it's maybe like a values thing, like, why, why don't we plan to be happy for each other? Why can't, why can't I be happy for you? You've got something good, you worked hard for it. I don't need to show you that I'm also going to celebrate the same thing. We can celebrate your achievement. Cool, you know? Yeah. Then, then, then you're happy and I'm happy that you're happy. And I think preying on people's downfall is also a vice oh. of, of a lot of people, yes. you know what I mean? Like, if I see you eat and I see Chad eat, I wish, look at this man's whip. Are you then mad? I didn't have a I-20, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, really? No, really? Like, I, I, when I started working, I worked at, like, a big asset manager, and I had, like, a fucking uh, Renault uh, Clio, an uh, old fucking one, 2005. And I came there. Yes, bruh. And I came there in the parking lot, and I'm like, yo, the Owens almost skirting you, remember what he You know what I mean? Uh, even when I was at university, bruh. You must know, yo, I almost said something now, but you, you must know the owners that drive the BMs, not the drug birds, the other ones. Uh, those guys. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, bruh. And then I, I had to realize, sponsored by mommy and daddy, I had to realize the difference between, that, that's my, that's an i20. It looks like, a, it's, not, it's no GTI, it's no fucking i30N. But it's yours. You it's are- mine, though. Exactly. Whose is it? It's mine. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, and 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 and, 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 and yeah, I just want to speak to that. On that, on that point, I want to say, and what you mentioned earlier, Carl, I think one of the problems for me, and I've said this before on this podcast, is 
Yes, you can be the lawyer. Yes, you can be the doctor. Yes, you can be the accountant. But the problem is losing your footprint there. Yeah. I'm not saying live there in the hook until you, you know what I mean, like for the rest of your life. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, is that, for, so this is my, my kind of goal, and I've said this before, is, you know Dragon's Den, right? Okay, so Dragon's Den is where they like uh, have millionaires, and then they have like regular people pitch their ideas to them, and if their idea is good, then the millionaires will invest. So my kind of plan is, is to build my social capital in the industry that I'm in, become a millionaire, because that's happening. You know what I mean? And as soon as that, like, I, I say that, I don't say that trying to be ego or whatever, that's happening. That's a goal of mine. You know what I mean? Become a billionaire. Ah, millionaire. Well, I mean, either or. <laughs> the one is more attainable than the other, obviously. Um, but the point is, and then I have social capital like you, Ramon, um, who's also here on the pod today. Kyle, Jody, Chad. You understand? And I'm like, my bro, don't you want to be judges on my Dragon's Den thing? I go back to the scheme. Where I had that incident with the Wendy house where they shot the bra, I ran away there. I go back there and I say, Keggy, we're going to have business classes after the 10th uh, presentation and we make a liquor for the young people, Sinjay. We don't just read off a PowerPoint, which, what, which is what people do. You know what I mean? And then we have a jamboree where they present their ideas to us. And the winner gets investment from us. Obviously, we get a stake in it, we business people, but away. Then you see that person shine. Then instead of being the next Mert, you can want to be the next winner of the Jamboree. Or not even the winner of the Jamboree, like just someone who made your own business on your own. You understand? From seeing what can happen. You need to know that it's possible for it to be possible. If you see that doctor come home every day in his bum, then you're going to want to be that doctor. Do you understand what I'm saying? In his scrubs. You know, so that's what I think is lacking. And, and like, I was, I was speaking, like, like, I was listening to what you were saying. Like, for me, I have a completely different approach. But that's okay, because at the end of the day, we all see the world through a different lens. For me, it's, it's, I think that what is lacking currently is, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a lack of, of, of um, how can I say, a family structure in our community. Yes, there are certain things that are unavoidable. Do you know what I mean? We're not going to stick out in a difficult situation. Because we're human at the end of the day. But for me, like what you said, at the end of the day, you knew your models, your values, your principles. You know what I mean? You knew that. Even if it was unconsciously done, you said, look, by the time we moved to this area, it was already in us. We already knew. You knew what you wanted. Do you know what I mean? How can I just say a quick one? It's easy for you to say never being exposed to that. No. That's all I'm saying. No, 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 I'm just... At the end of the day, at the end of the day, bruh, I'm, I'm here to speak from my perspective. And I, I'll always make it clear. It's my opinion. Yeah, but I'm just saying, yeah, like, no, no, people must remember that yeah, part. It's easy to say. At the end of the day, it's, there's a saying, it's easier said than done, and that's 100% true, bruh. Like, for instance, you go to church today, you receive a message, right? The pastor says, love like, and then you empty me, Sunday, ah, Monday, I'm a dollar. You know, I got the, the word of God. Do you know what I mean? Then tomorrow, fucking bulls are spiraling up. And you're like, oh my puss, bruh. How am I going to deal with this? Right, there's a bottle of Jamie out there. Let me, I'm going to feel better. And then you fall off again. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. We are I human. thought you said no free promo. No, but you then said, no, that's how we get sponsored. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> checking if you're right still. Nah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, it's easy to... But for me, what stood out about what you said is like, you said it was, it was ingrained in us already. We already knew... We had new examples, we already had examples, you know, we knew what we wanted to be. And that was instilled 
in you. Even though it's unconscious, it was in you already. Do you know what I mean? And you can say like, yeah, at the end of the day, I wasn't exposed to it. I put my hands up, bro, that's fine. You know what I mean? But I've seen where my parents going from. Mm. And when I asked him, Dad, how did you do this? Mommy, how did you do this? My mother taught me. That, this is what they would say. My mother taught me. Just because we have fuku. Because they grew up in poverty. I won't sit there and cap and say, yeah, there was fuku, electricity, and da 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 da. No, because that wasn't my life, bro. That wasn't. But what they taught me was like, we grew up, we didn't have fuku, electricity. But it was a risk for school. Do you know what I mean? Our house was clean. It was fuku rubbish. And that's why I never understood it, bruh. My time would come home, fucking school. Just a jersey, bruh. Laying on the floor because I was too... It was hot and I just wanted to be... And she would go on, bruh. And I'd be like, yo, why are you going on like this? It's <laughs> <laughs> just a jersey, bitch. Still happens. Yeah, it still happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was like, you fucking school now, let's go. Let's go, let's go. But when you... But when you go back to these areas and you see... And then all of a sudden it's like... Oh, so that jersey, that's what that means. Mm. You know what I mean? And today you like, and that's what I'm saying, it starts in the home, and I'm not gonna, I'm not here to preach to anybody how to fucking raise your child or whatever. I'm just saying, we never go back to this. And it's never a conversation that anybody wants to have because, nah, how can you tell me? My, my, my so went through this, and that's okay. Mm. But I'm saying, let's, let's open up that door, do you know what I mean? Let's talk about it. Just a question for our guests, though. Um, so thinking of this now and thinking of, I would say you both are successful in your field and I don't think the success is stopping. I think it's just going to go on, right? That's my honest opinion, knowing the Owens. And my kind of question was, is in terms of your mentality, right? And then your background and, and having to, you know, push through tough situations. Just like we said, not no light or no whatever, but like, you know what I mean? Your situations. Do you think that plays a part when you do, I put this in air quotes, make it? Do you know what I mean? Do you think it plays a part compared to someone who fell with his ass in the butter all year and now you're going through a tough spot and now you crack? Because I've seen that cock. I've seen men from like the best backgrounds and you cracking because you can't fucking, yo, I don't want to get into the specifics because you might make out the company, but I'm just saying like, you know what I mean? Like you're doing simple shit, but you're cracking under the pressure. And I'm saying that's what you went through in your childhood, for instance, and things that you've been, you know, exposed to. Does that play a part in the mentality where you are, where you are now, and you're not stopping as well? And, and, and when, you, when something tries and gets you down, like I know Chad, for instance, fucking strategic motherfucker. Oh, no. <laughs> hey? That's Yo. <laughs> I'm picking you up here and you're like asses. But away, I'll continue. I know he's a strategic motherfucker. I know that he hasn't been but hasn't been smooth sailing all the time. You know what I mean? And I'm like, does that play a role? You know, like Kagi, I was almost robbed at gunpoint. What the fuck is this to me? Do you understand? Like I've been in life and death situations and you think you're going to get me under because you're giving me a warning. Now, that's not specific to Chad, obviously. I'm just talking in general right now. You know what I mean? Because some people crack when they see that. So let me know a bit more about that. Am I on about some bullshit or does it play a factor, like a role? Of course it does. Um, and I think it's, it's, not a, it's not just a social status thing. Because there are people that are wealthy that, that fail and mm. have all the opportunity uh, like 
their parents will give them everything they need to do to succeed, but they can't. And then there's people that do amazing. I think we know them. Yeah. And then on the flip side, there's people that grow up in poverty or in underprivileged areas that also fail. Um, things go wrong in their life, they make poor decisions, and there's people that, like, we look up to them. Uh, mm. They become our heroes. Like, but overnight, not overnight. Yeah. It, it seems like an overnight success story because we come to know them. We, yeah, we only see the surface level. Houses, yeah. But there's a lot of stuff in the background. Um, but yeah, to answer the question, I think I've, I have a lot of resilience and mm. a lot of grit. So I think resilience, we, we know that's something that's thrown around at school and at work. You need to be tough and bounce back. But I think grit is something else. Like just it's that sheer will and determination to achieve something or to overcome um, in certain instances. So yes, I've had my life threatened with a knife, with a gun on more than one occasion. And I think that that built resilience because there's some situations where I'm fear or like I'm not going to piss myself because I'm just like, hey, give me your phone. I'm like, okay, do you have a weapon? Oh, you mm. don't. Okay, you're going to catch that right hand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm messing it up. <laughs> right, look, you say. But also, are we, you are in the boxing industry anyway, yeah, bro. It was for charity. <laughs> charity was not the person. <laughs> charity wasn't from the Beacon Valley, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, grit, bro. Like that, that's something um, which which resonates with me, and it's something like I try to show in in a lot of what I do. Mm. It doesn't have to be this ugly thing where it's like, oh, this bro is just doing something because he's tough and hard-headed. Mm. Like, you can do grit with flair and with style. Mm. Um, and I think that's... That's, that's what I, one. I haven't heard that. That's what I try to do. Merch coming soon. Yeah, bro, with flair. Yeah, bro, we can do the promo video like this. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but I, like, I think that's that's probably the word for me or mm. the thing that that gets me to where I want to be. Um, it's pushed me through certain situations. Um, and it's not good for myself. It comes from within me to achieve my stuff or my goals. But he's been part of that. Like, um, I'm going to share a story. Uh, I think I was in a trick and Jody was in grade 10. Uh, we were about five kids now at the time. And my dad had a chat with me and he's like, Look, we got a baby, you got brothers and sisters, I'm the only one working. I can't afford to send you to university. I, well, I can't afford to send you and then Jody in a couple of years. So like, what are we going to do? Um, and I was like, okay, let Jody matriculate and then you send him to university. Uh, I think he's talented, he's smart, like he needs the opportunity. Mm. I will figure it out. Mm. Absolutely no idea. Yeah. Remember, I'm in matric, but I don't know what, what I'm going to do next yeah. year. Mm. But, and it comes back to what you said, like the principles, mm. like that, there was something in me, I was like, I'm going to get gonna through it, I'm going to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. And the grit was like, I don't know how, mm. don't know when and where. But it's going to happen. But it's going to happen, yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to tell you the journey and like the stories, yeah. like the jobs and mm. schools. We yeah, that's too specific, yeah. That's just details. But it was that like determination to mm. make sure I'm not going to put a sacrifice because it wasn't. Mm. It was a, a good decision mm. that worked out for him. Yeah. Um, and his job was just to like finish school and make sure that mm. like he plays his part. And my thing was 
I told my dad, don't worry. Mm. Don't stress, mm. I will figure it out. Mm. And then to power through that and make sure he didn't stress or worry. And he can look back now and say like, right. but I don't know what you knew back then, but, but you made the right call mm. and you didn't give me the stress or worry to be like, mm. shit, one of my kids might resent me, mm. might not like mm. his brother, like he gave something and up. And at the end of the day, yeah. at the end of the day, like if I can speak to that, I don't yeah. want to cut no, it off. And I want to ask Jody a question after yeah. this. And then we can wrap up this topic because there's also some other things that I want to ask. Though. Okay, sure, they sure, sure. qualified sure. to speak, on. <laughs> but like, you know, like I'm listening to you, man. And like, I've known you for like, how long? like a few weeks now. This is my second time yeah. interacting with you. And one thing that I can say is, and this is not me being like mushy or anything. It's like, I can see you, you, you know what I mean? You, you're a guy that, like you said, it wasn't a sacrifice at that time. Do you know what I mean? And I was, I've been like, I listen to a lot of like philosophy and things like that. And one thing that always comes up is that there's power in sacrifice. You know what I mean? There's, 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 there's value in sacrifice. Because at the end of the day, whichever way you frame it, you gave something up. Which was a sacrifice. But you knew. Do you know what I mean? You had the... the, 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 the what you say? There we go. The foresight. Ah, man! My job is in jeopardy. Yes! You had the foresight to know, like, this is my brother. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of kids... Nowadays, young people, they don't have that. You know, it's all about me, 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 me. And they're not to blame for that because look at the world we live in, bro. It's a world of vanity. And, so, and it's a world that rewards me, 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 yeah, me, me, me. At the end of the day. You know what I mean? But the fact that you saw that at that point in your time, you're 18 years old, bro. Not a lot of 18 year olds can say that. Mm. Because at the end of the day, there was, and your father, you know, like you said, your father said, there's a chance that you might resent me for this. And at the end of the day, as a child, your mentality, you don't understand. Like, oh, I can, you go, but I can't go. Do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. but that just shows again, we all have different experience in, in life. And you could have chosen the path of resentment. Do you know what I mean? My toe doesn't love me enough to send me to universe, but you didn't. And that, like, whoever's listening to this, that shows that like, it's, it's in your hands. It might be difficult or guaranteed it's difficult. But the choice at the end of the day, you had a choice like, okay, like, yeah, away my brother. No, but my brother's brilliant. You could have thought like, hey, this man's pussy, my brother, who's he? Yeah. No, I've been on this earth longer than you. You must yeah. work Do you know what I mean? You could have easily done that. And then who knows where the path would have led to. So, my question to you, last question before we, we hop off to Jody and like round off the, the, the topic is... Oh, wait, I have still a question. Yeah, no, I'm saying before oh, we hop off <laughs> Like, just from you. <laughs> like, if there was a... a, 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 a a kid now listening to this, if you knew there was a kid listening to this, now that's in the same position, not exactly the same, but in a position where they find themselves like, Kiki, my bro, you have to make a decision now. Like, what would your advice be to that person? I would ask, they need to ask themselves a question first. Mm-hmm. Do you know yourself? Um, and you can know yourself at a young age. And, and what is the stuff that you appreciate and that you value? I, at that point, and I still do, and it's how I try to live my life and how I work, like, I value service and service to others especially. And for me, at that moment, the biggest service I could do myself, my dad and my brother, was to say, hey, the right decision based on what I think is that Toby needs to go to university because it makes the most sense. I, like you said, older brother, saw the world a bit more, 
protect him a bit more. Like that was my mentality. I got to look after this guy, and mm-hmm. in that moment, I needed to look after him. But right. it stemmed from what what do I believe? Like what right. do I stand for? And it was service to him and our family mm-hmm. in that instance. Mm. And 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 on that, Jody, as a success in your own right, all right. I'd like to say, when that thing happened with Chad, we had to decide, of course, you know, the whole conversation. First of all, were you aware of it? I assume you were. If you weren't, okay, the question goes in a different... You know what I mean? But, like, I, I think that, of course, like, to be where you are now, right? There's an element of the, and Carl will enjoy this, personal responsibility, right? <laughs> um, you know? But, like, was there also an element of, yo, I know I need to, you know what I mean? Like, I owe this, bruh. Or, like, you know what I mean? Or what was it in you again that, that made you think, like, okay, I've got this opportunity, let's not let it slip. You know, and by that I don't mean attend all classes, because no one in varsity <laughs> attends all fucking classes. I mean, if you did, I will hire you soon. But, ah! <laughs> But, like, you know what I'm talking about, you know? Like, I mean, from where we come from and from what we've done, like, you know, you know yourself. So I know, okay, I only need to attend investments because that's a tough subject. But the others, marketing, maybe why? You know what I mean? Like, was that fun? You understand? So what was it in you that made you feel like, okay, push on from here? Because that's a theme I get from not only you, the both of you, but, I mean, like, yeah, was it like a sense of owing? Was it the sense of, okay, now nah, I'm the man, this is what I think I can do? You know what I mean? Like, how does that come about? Uh, so, to start off, I didn't know. I only learned about this later on when I was at university, you know. Um, yeah, so, I didn't know at the time. I just carried on. Happy go lucky, went to university. I only learned about this later on when... And actually came to pay his fees when the money was reserved for and then my dad, you know, he was like, ah, do we need to always pay every year? I was like, yes, we do, you know. So eventually that's how I came out to learn about this thing. But I think for, for me it was just, I got myself here, I got the chance, so I'm going to take it. And I didn't, I didn't start off great, like university didn't go to start off very smoothly. But I knew I needed to do it, and like you say, I, need, I knew I needed to push through, and it was always a case of, I think eventually it was, this isn't the worst thing or the toughest thing I've had to endure, like, I've done tougher things, I've been through tougher things, so, so yeah, it's just a case of like, I'm going to do it, I know I can get through it, and I think even, even now, today, you know, it's like, it was tough, but it wasn't that tough. Yeah. And I think that's, that was what has kind of become how I view things. It's like, things can be difficult, but it's not so difficult. It's yeah. going to affect me yeah. negatively. I'm not going to be beat down or mm. beat up. Mm. Whether it's, you know, things that happen at work, in life, with people, like relationships. It's, it's easy for me to let go oh, of I the negative or, or, or just dismiss it. And just mm. like, this is what I need to do. And I'm going to do that. So... So yeah, I think it's just that perspective of it's tough, but it's not the end of the world. Like I'm not gonna die. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna finish university, and that's cool. Like yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. do it. It's not gonna kill me. Yeah. If I'm having problems at work or things getting tough, it's not gonna kill me. I'm gonna get yeah. through it. So yeah, I'm just pushing through. Yeah, and 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 I'll I'll pose the same question to you because like we we're gonna round off the topic. We're gonna hear from 
Ramon in a bit, you know. Like if there's a Ramon. Kid, Ramon, sorry, sorry, Ramon. That's I apologize. Right, motherfucker. I apologize, Ramon. Yeah. Do you know that the man's name is the sweetest sound in any language that he can hear? I guess so. But no, it's not. I guess so. No, I, I ask Professor Del Carnegie. Okay, I'll be nice to him. Um, no, 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 don't do cock no, first. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not done. So. Our way with that is, and that's why, like the people who know me, and I have to talk on this because this one is making it out to be something that's not like real, right? Did I do that? I'm My name, yeah, you're big. Did, did, yeah. I, did I do that? You were wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Can I talk? Go for it, bro. Are you sure? 100%. Okay. Um, now you're big. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, anyone else want to take it for a master Because I'm with the smoke. Um, nah, what I wanted to say is the reason why I say that, you think I say it because it's arbitrary, it's not arbitrary. So, I call myself Geo in my professional spaces. Like Chad and Jody know me as Geo. Even, okay, Carl doesn't know me as Geo. But like Ramon, my cousin, he knows me as Giovanni, right? So, a lot of people call me Giovanni, Gio. All that cat, right? I still, I, I still so, don't understand why people call you Gio, bruh. Because they're Afrikaans. No, that's why they're Gio. How do you get that translation? Gio. Like, Gio. So you said in any language, is that the sweetest sound you can hear when someone calls you Gio? No, your name, your actual name. Oh, okay. Your actual name. Okay. Yeah, so your actual, so if somebody called me Giovanni, that's the sweetest sound you can hear because it's your name. Your name becomes your identity, whether you liked it or not. It becomes your identity. It's it's what kind of encompasses you as a person is your name. Ah. You know what I mean? It's the only, you well, not the only unique, but like the most unique thing about you, whether people share it or not, is your name. You know what I mean? So the reason, like if somebody spelled your name Jody, J-O-D-I, you know what I mean? You're going to always remember that person as the person who spoke my name, who spelled my name J-O-D-I. You understand? Or I always remember you as that bra who called me Gio. And my response to you might not be as cordial as it was before. You know what I mean? I understand if you make a mistake the first time, but the second time it's like, my bro, I said Gio. That's not too hard to fuck up now, is it? You understand what I'm saying? So that's why I say that. But on a, on a other note, um, we've got uh, Ramonia as well, who's also going to mention what he's going to mention. So are we? Yeah, so, um, hi guys, everybody. I just wanted to say one thing that was like burning within me because like I told him yesterday and I told you today, I'm a very opinionative person. I like to question things and I like to find out the truth of something, you know? Because the truth is both something that hurts and both something that sets you free at the same time. You know, so it's actually like an oxymoron type of thing. You know? Philosophy. Yeah, so, um, uh, I just want to touch base on a few things. Um, I don't want to speak about myself, it's about you guys. Um, I come out of a workshop environment. I'm a qualified boilermaker first, before I became HR, before I started HR, before I started loving HR. Um, and then one guy taught me taught me a lesson because I never had a mom or dad that's with me every day. I only had my grandmother, hence the tattoo on my arm, Joy, you know, our grandmother. So, um, listening to your podcast, you know, I'm very inspired by you guys, you know, because I'm still in my area, not to mention, you know, I'm still in my area, I'm not on that level as yet, and I'm very inspired by that, and the, um, and the, 
what's happening? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. And the um, quote that, that comes to mind when I think of these, of these brothers is, um, the declaration of the mind is the noisy journey of the feet. You know, and that is something that most of the youth mm. in the Cape Flats area deal with without them even knowing. Mm. Because imagine you sit in a room mm. where someone is investigating you mm. and they're asking you a question, for example. That person already has an answer in his subconscious mind. Mm. So whatever you're going to give as an answer is going to be the wrong answer. You yeah. know, so I'm going to ask you, hi Jody, so um, do you actually enjoy me being here? Now my mind is, nah, this brass they look, he like me, man. Mm. Now you tell me, nah, man, I didn't really like it, man. Now I'll ask you another question on top of that question, just to get something out that I already, the reason why I'm mentioning this is, um, Chad made an example, he said, um, I made the choice yeah. to not go, to send him rather, yeah. and with that sacrifice comes the power. Yeah. So I am very inspired by you, gents, you know, and it, 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 it allows me to, uh, want to push and to achieve more yeah. things not to get out of poverty because I never grew up in poverty because mm. my grandma always shouted me I grew up English behind the gate <laughs> you know I wear me too yeah so um, yeah behind the gate but but the difference is the choices you make I don't care how smart yeah. you are I don't care what degree you have I don't care I don't care what PhD you have you know because these days we must call PhD play 18 degrees. <laughs> Listen to mice. <laughs> yeah, so um, the choices that you make. Yeah. Because I mean, there's a, there's a guy that is like so dumb that went with me to school. Mm. And he has his own house, he has his own business. He works for... <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, yeah. no, I got you, but I yeah. anything, I got you. Yeah. He works for a German... Or not. <laughs> yeah, he works for a German company in mm. so much words. You know, but I mean, this guy used to copy from me even when my name, when I write my name down on a, on a test, he writes my name and he copies <laughs> everything that I write down. So I can first write the wrong thing. I say, Miss, sorry, give me this other page. Then he gets zero, then I get 90. You know what I mean? So, but the choices that he made mm. due to the parental guidance that he had, I never had that. Mm. You know, I'm only... Um, jet blasting only now at mm. this age of 30 but that's not still how can I say shade on yeah. the rest of the other person you know what I mean so I just would like to say the emphasis that I want to put on is um, you guys are an inspiration to me personally meeting you guys now t telling me you know subconsciously that um, hey but I actually can man yeah. you know what I mean I can get that I can do this, I can, you know, achieve that, I can attain something yeah. out of life, you know. And if we don't turn back and go back to someone else, there's someone in your family to, to give the guidance yes. to. Because when you make it to the top, don't forget to send the elevator down. You know what I mean? Yo, so facts, at the yeah. end of the day, facts. at the end of the day, guys, you're doing an amazing job in facts. your in yeah. your professions, in your, I don't know, your, your personal life, you know, outside this space here. I'm sure you guys are flourishing there too. And um, I'm a very deep person. I'm a poet. You know what I mean? So uh, I enjoy, I'm actually enjoying this now. And it's so funny that um, the things that you want to attract out of life automatically just starts coming to you. Because I had a crap job before I had, I had this job. Javon knows about that. You know, and one day, one morning, I just said to myself, fuck it, man. Went into work. I told the guy, listen, yeah, man, you know what you're going to do? Take your job, no? And take your people, no? Yeah, I just told him, yes, listen, you take a job and take your people no? and fuck off. No, and I took my bag and I lined and I left in faith. And a couple of months later, in lockdown, 
I got the job I always wanted and I waited 10 years for the job. No, fair. You know what I mean? Fair. So at the end of the day, and now that I find myself, I mean, you could have taken me anytime and said, no, uh, Ramon, come with me, here, come with me. There. Why is it happening now? Yeah. You know, because I decided to put myself into yeah. that position, even though you don't have finances, even yeah. though you don't have the platform, even though you don't have a mom and a dad to say, listen, Ramon, go this way, go that way. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. How many people can say that they went to um, full-time college, part-time college and correspondence college and messed it all up? How many people can say that and still make it to the end of the day? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day is, um, I just want to add massive emphasis on it. You guys are a great inspiration. Continue what you, what you guys are doing because you don't know who you're going to influence next. Thanks. You know? Oh. Because at the end of the day... <laughs> Sorry guys, man. I just said I was sitting there, I was burning. I was burning. You know? You know, because um, like Javon can explain, in my area... Javon is Gio. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys, man. Yo, guys, sorry. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Man, I want to bust your balls here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get promoted better. <laughs> yeah, like, so, Gio, Gio knows, like, within my area, I don't want to um, promote myself, but most of the guys in my area would look up to me and say, wait, man, I don't listen yeah. for this, man. Look at what Ramon is doing, man. I'm gonna go do that. You know? Yeah. There was a guy, you know, if you go to the tuck shop, and the guy would always say, yeah, run, give a rand, give something this. So once I went to the shop and I gave a guy a five rand, and I told him, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you ask me, how are you? You don't ask, you don't ask me for a rand. And then when I went to a party that following week, <laughs> you know? <laughs> no! <laughs> so when I went to a party, so when I went to a party the next the next week, my best friend got just married. He just got married, and his wife went to Manchester for a week. His son was just born. They went for a week to Manchester. He stayed behind, and um, this guy came there to the party. Another guy, and the other guy said, "Wow, you know that boy that asked you for a rent today, you went to go look for work." And that just struck me, man, because it made him feel like, "Yo, why must I stand here?" You know, and why must I ask Ramon now, you five times? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the five ran had emphasis on it. Facts. At oh. the end of the day, the five ran had emphasis on it. Because, remember, I can give you a one ran in the old South Africa and it's big. I can give you a two ran in the old South Africa and it's big. I can ask you which one. You're going to take every time the small one, but it's a two rand, not a one rand. You know what I mean? But tomorrow I'm going to come, I'm going to take the one rand, and you're going to think I'm silly. <laughs> At the end of the day, you're silly, because that's my investment that I'm making. You know, so you my investment. The next person you're going to train there at work, that's your investment. Because you're not only impacting him, you're impacting a family, sure. and you're breaking a cycle at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 Yo, guys. Yeah. So, yeah. Let, let the mention know where they can find you. Man. Yeah. Well, I'm not so much on Instagram anymore. Mm. The reason why I say elf is because I'm an elf in my own right. Uh, my dad. Oh, my <laughs> this man is not to be messed with. Yeah. Fucking see we oh. black man. <laughs> So my dad would always, <laughs> yeah. So my dad would always, my dad would always tell me. So my dad uh, grew up across the street from me, you know, and I never saw him once. Never bought me socks. Never 
paid my school fees, nothing at all, and my school fees was only 30 rand at the time. You know, I like to drop stuff that are sentimental because mm. deep down we're all sentimental people, mm. even though you like it or not. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, my grandmother was almost as if, if, if ever she's near to me, it felt like I can distinguish the difference between heaven and earth. Mm. You know what oh, I mean? Facts. So, um, all I can say is just at the end of the day, my father always used to tell me, you were a man before you were a boy. Because when I was born, I was the only man in the house. And you can vouch for that. You know what I mean? So, uh, so at the end of the day, guys, no matter what you do. Yeah. You know, honestly, now I'm listening to you, Bram. Yeah. And I will say this every episode if I have to. No, and I'll go back to you with questions so we can round off the topic that we brought up, no? Like, we are sitting here having a conversation. No? Yeah. We created a platform in NGO. We created a platform. But Owens that are listening, uh, that have been listening, they know how it all starts. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, right, we were just having a conversation. You're on a platform, but Ramon was sitting there listening. You, like, you know what I mean? You don't know how that impacted him, but now that he's speaking about it. You know what I mean? You realize like, oh, and to, to you guys, I'm not saying like now, this is what it means, but I'm saying like to you, it might have just been like, nah, I'm just speaking, my bro. you know what I mean? I'm just telling the truth. I'm just speaking about my life, but it did something in you, you know what I mean? So, I was going to say the same thing, Carl, yeah. if I can just add here. If you ever had any doubt why the real cost is this, this is why. This is the fuck why, bro. This is why. Not really, not really, yeah. man. You know, Comes through almost every episode, yeah, right? every yeah. episode because bro. this is what we want to do, bro. People, I, I just when, okay, 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 go for it. Okay, now, sorry, sorry, man, to break your word, but this previous um place where I worked at, guys, you know, I don't want to make the thing about me, you know, but I like to impact people because I've been impacted like all my life with different things constantly, you know, always being the one that never gets to kick the ball, you know, always being the one being poked fun at. You know, all that little things impacts on you. And did you know that all of us suffers from mini anxiety without even knowing? Yes. You know what I mean? So you get something, you hold on to it. Subconsciously, you don't want to lose it. Yeah. You get? You get what I mean? Oh, no, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, 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 um, it's so funny, you know, um, you can cut everything out if you want to, you know, it's fine, it's fine. If, if this isn't meant, if this isn't meant for this, it can be meant for all of us, you know. Yeah, 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 this is the yeah. Snyder cut. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, you know what I mean, so, uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so I just said, um, I'm on WhatsApp, <laughs> I'm not going to drop my number, <laughs> but, um, that's who I am. Um, if you're looking for me, you can find me. In, if I'm, I'm too busy all week. <laughs> back Thanks to being the description. <laughs> yeah. Twitter, right? Um, Share this back. Yeah, back to back. Like, to bring it back to you, you know, like to end off this, this topic, right? Just to bring it full circle, as we always say. Like, look at that, what happened here now. Do you know what I mean? We were just talking. Yeah, I, mean, I was just picking your brain. Gio was just picking your brain. But the way you spoke, whether you intended to be that way or not, it struck someone, yeah. something in someone else. Do you know what I mean? And that's why we do this shit. Yeah, yeah. That's why we do it. That's why we do this shit for that's now. That we yeah. might clown and, and like yeah. make jokes and swing. You know what, no. But, if, we, but not, I just want to get this off, go. But if, if you are offended, no, by the way we speak. Yeah. No, like by the swearing and 
then you don't have, in my opinion, you don't have the grit to, to look deeper than that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, this is the real cost. We and look what you're missing. Yeah. yeah. We, you we, know we, what I mean? Real, yeah. We swear 500 times every second word. There's a message in what we're trying to get Make off here. Do you know? Yeah. I'm going to switch off to Joe yeah. and then I'm going to circle oh, back to the question I want to To round off. Okay, now he, he's going to go do some. Oh, oh he's just going to get me. Then he can carry on. I'm going to I want to move now. Okay, don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. So, like, like you saw our video then. Like there might be someone else listening to the seeing this wherever and they might be listening to you and they might be listening to you now, you know? And you know what I mean? I'm thinking like, yo, this owns, you know, they went through some shit. You know what I mean? Whether it be your living situation at the time or whatever. You know what I mean? If there's someone listening and you could speak directly, the same thing I was saying, what would your advice be? Bro, it sounds so cheesy, bro, but I'd say don't, don't stop setting goals. Like don't, don't stop trying to achieve something. It's not about being overly ambitious and trying to be, you know, super successful and like, you know, skip yacht and, and do all that kind of stuff. But I just gotta say, like, this is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. 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 So good. From the yacht to the yacht. Yes. That's a good one. Look, you can trademark that shit. No. Oh, we go. started a special thing right there no, bruh, I'm sorry I just need to you know what I mean yeah. I just need to identify yeah. that yeah. on what platform do you get this content motherfucker yeah. on what platform get your shit off bruh I'm full of my me bro ex can go with my mace can go with a tie but now like like let's like you said you had other questions by yeah, the way yeah here we go let's see where now and I don't know if you guys look it wasn't in the show notes you already made your way there we will ask ad hoc topics, you know what I mean? But a lot And they know about ad hoc. <laughs> <laughs> so I've look during lockdown now, I've been I've had a lot of time, a lot of us have had a lot of time to do whatever with it, self-improvement or jumping or taking up a fucking hobby or whatever the case may be. So I've been scouring the internet and I've been coming Watch across a lot of your eyes. A lot of content where they speak about men. 
specifically like uh, what it is to be a man. We see it all the time, social media, mainstream media, toxic masculinity and whatever the case may be. Right? Now, I'm, you can, now I see this man's face, I see this man's face, it's not what you think it is, bro. I'm like, where the puss are you getting <laughs> this guy, bro? Nah, like, there's a lot of, like, I think a lot of men, and I ask this question because I've seen you guys from what I've seen, right? I've only known you, like I said, for a few weeks and we've met each other once in this period, my first time meeting Jody, but I can see in you guys, do you know what I mean, that this is what men are supposed to be, do you know what I mean? From what I've seen, look, I don't know the personals or whatever, but from what I can see, you look like good examples. You know, the way you speak about where you came from, where you're going and where you still want to be. Do you know what I mean? It's goal setting. It's, do you know what I mean? So, and you guys are married. That's also another thing that I want to get to. I'm not anything personal. Ha! <laughs> but, <laughs> you'll, you'll see where I'm going. You'll it's see like, what the, what? Nah, you'll see where I'm going with this. So, first things first, right? In the society, and you can let me know again, as always, cow, you're talking cat, cow, you're wrong, right? Please believe I'll tell you if you're talking cat. <laughs> so, as from, as from where I'm sitting, I feel like a man in the traditional sense in today's society is being attacked. What it, am, I, am I wrong? Like what it means to be a man is being attacked in today's society. And then also, what does it mean to you to be a man? Wow. You maybe want to like, elaborate on... On what you feel the attack is, yeah. Because, yeah. And you don't have to share anything you don't want to share. I think, yeah, I'm making it clearer because yeah. I know what you mean, but I don't oh, yeah. think they know. I don't understand if, because I could be being attacked and I don't even know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like you see the thing like, oh, men are trash, you know, men need to do better, which in some sense, yes, I agree 100%. It's almost like in society today, when at least this is what I'm seeing, when you're on social media, when you're on even mainstream media, it's like toxic masculinity, men are trash, we need to do better. And what I've seen in my own research is that that has caused sort of men, traditional men, to pull back from society and not being willing to step up and be men because it's been seen as bad. Do you know what I mean? So what does it mean to you guys to be a man? What does it mean? And I'm not saying I mean, you have a ball and whatever that you man. You know what I mean? Because it's different. Not that We've established all of us have bala. It was two years ago. We did this whole GBV campaign at work where we stood outside and made mm. posters and stuff. And I think I, I was still there for that. I participated, but even then I was thinking. Realistically, what am I going to do? Um, I'm not going to protest, I'm not going to be out in the streets because that's just not me. What I will do is, I want to be with my wife. That's, the, that's my responsibility um, to not contribute to that. And, but I'm also not going to be roaming the streets like a vigilante and trying to protect everyone because that's also just oh. unrealistic. Um, so, start at home. Make sure I'm not one of those men that abuse their partner. Like, no, key. key. And also in my family circle, if it does happen, or if I'm aware of it, like, that's shit I can stop. Yeah. I can contribute to, like, help stopping. Mm. Uh, but outside of that, so it's basically my circle of influence and my circle of concern. Yes, I care about the world and what's happening, but I can't really yeah. do anything. My circle of influence is my own and my family. And... One is not to, to, to abuse, um, 
and I'm saying it half laughing because it's, it sounds almost silly. Yeah, like, how the hell do you use a wife? For me, it, it just makes no sense. Um, and then obviously, like I mentioned, protect the family where possible. So, that's And is the family restricted to the family? If you know what I mean yes. like that. No, I'm, I'm referring to my family. Okay. So, immediate family. So, if you know a brother that's by Macabre that cuck you, were like, oh, it's not my shit. I don't have I'm asking. I'm so asking. That's yeah. the whole thing. I'll make a I'll make a wild example and motherfuckers I'm just making an example. Right? <laughs> I would classify us as brasser, right? So I'm like, say I do that cup. <laughs> I was waiting for that, that's why I'm like Arr. anyway, but like say I do that cock, you're gonna waste me anything. I would. Oh I would. Okay. So, no, I would. so I'm like, does and that I'll, extend? I'll give you the opportunity to respond. Um the response could I don't know what it would look like. This is not you, the person. It's you, the example. But I'm probably going to distance myself from you as well. Mm. Mm. Because I don't want to be associated with that. Yeah. Um, I've learned that in Tony Tustin earlier, you mentioned attachment. In, in the job that I do, you can't save everyone. Yeah. And this covers a variety of stuff. Yeah. Maybe I'm veering off here. But like, when I think of influence and like, mm. you, also, you mentioned like inspiring people, being influential. You can't catch everyone, you can't yeah. save everyone. So again, I look at my circle of influence, and if you're in there, you work me 100%, and I'll try my utmost. But once you step out of that, um, or I remove you from my circle of influence, like, then I'm aware of it, I know about it, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to get to it. No, no. Yeah, which, sorry, which just brings me to one thing that you just said now, you know, you can, um, Teach a man to fish, but you can't take a man and give a man a fish. Because if you're going to go give him a fish at the end of the day, he's going to come back all the time for that same fish. You know, but if you teach him how to fish, he won't come back to you. He'll come back to you with a tactic how to catch a fish. You know what I mean? So I totally understand where you're coming from with that there. You remind me of that meme of that South African politician. You give a fish a... No, 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 no. But I wait. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But to be a man, like yeah. I think I want to answer this because the traditional sense is like head of the table, run the household, like he responds for all of those things. Um, I've taken a step back. I just want to be a good human being and a good person before a good man. And for me, having a partner or wife. Um, we need to be good people mm. and call that like models and values and stuff but being a man in this sense is not earning the most money in the house or and making sure should. we like safe and secure and like that's something we do together yeah um, for me it's making sure that I make her life comfortable and she feels safe with me yeah. not if she feels safe from the outside world because she doesn't feel safe with me then it doesn't matter what's world. happening outside um, and also in terms of like being a provider, honestly, I would love if, and I told her this, I, know that you're say it. I would be a saying of that, because similar to my brother, I think <laughs> the world of talent and ability and the role I see, uh, like for me being a man, is supporting her and, and the people close to me and like unlocking the best in them. Because... Um, yeah. I can't influence the whole of society, 100%. but I can influence society through the people I know. Yeah. Get them to do amazing things, and my job is just to make sure like 
I don't want to be mushy. And we're going to let Jody speak now. I don't want to be mushy, I promise you. <laughs> no, you don't want to laugh. No. Because you why I put the banner on <laughs> nah, but I don't want to be mushy though but I'll, I'll be on the real though in terms of what Chad just said now in terms of unlocking what he can in the people that he cares about that's facts Yeah. you know what I mean like I haven't worked under this man for years my bro but in terms of unlocking yeah yeah that happened anyway <laughs> but now nah, in terms of like being a stand up guy and, and you know what I like allowing himself to be like a sounding board. I don't want to sound like a professional right now, uh, even though I am. But like, I. <laughs> no, I am. I mean, that's a fact. If you don't like it, then I will become one yourself, and then you can be like me, Shinze. But <laughs> but I, the normal is this, but you will always look out for man. Yeah. I mean, we can always have conversations like that in terms of developing. No, just one way as well you know what i mean i think it takes a man yeah. to be receptive to Dude. you know exactly. hearing shit about himself as well and not necessarily shit but like also especially if you've been in a superior position to yeah. someone else you know what i mean Kanye West said on one of his songs i don't take advice from people less successful than me right i i challenge that yeah you know what i mean i challenge that i understand where he's coming from because maybe you can't yeah but at the end of the day, bruh, the lowly fucking janitor, and we don't have that, so we call them the, the fucking opzichter. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's what we call them. Like, they can teach you a fucking life lesson for life. You know what I mean? So I, I, I just want to say that I stand 100% behind that. Bro. Yeah, and before we kick over, over to Jody, like, I know at the beginning it was a bit awkward when I, like, you know, sort of dropped that bomb, but the thing is, I'm trying to get a different perspective because people don't hear that. Do you know what I mean? And yes, I'm not saying there isn't anybody that's giving an alternative message. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying nobody's going, nobody's going to go and seek for that message because we as a society, we only look at what is presented to us by mainstream media, what's hot on Instagram, what's hashtag, what's trending on Twitter. That's what we look at. Because at the end of the day to you, right? That's what, what being a man is, being able to protect inside, starting at home. Because you can't fucking go tell someone to pick up papers outside, but you fucking look like you live in a junkyard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't make sense because once that person sees, look, you telling me to go pick up papers, but look at your job, do you think I'm listening to you? Do you know what I mean? So that is what I'm trying to get at here. What does it mean to It's you? like get your own house in order exactly. first. Yeah. First... Make sure that you got your shit sorted out. And in today, that's especially important message because you see, Owens, yeah, against GBV, yeah, uh, you know, in this, in that, in this, in that. Can't you, you don't even give a fuck about your neighbors that's getting shit kicked out of them. Next door, right in your own fucking complex or neighborhood. So that's what I'm trying to get out of it because I could see like the vibe was like, oh my poos, what are you trying to get me to say? You know what I mean? So that's the nature of the question and we'll kick over to you, basically. Yeah, I think for me, you know, having having young kids and, and a wife, I think for me what has become more important being a man is just to be present, just 
feeling. Mm. The, like I feel like, a, like if you say traditional man, for me, what comes to mind is the guy who's always working mm. and, you know, like the very masculine thing, playing sports and mm. doing stuff. But now it's not really, really um, incorporates your family. Yeah. It's like, be a husband, but what do you do with your family, yeah. you know? So for me, it's, it's mainly just about being there and and treating my wife as an equal. Like we, we say, you know, we in marriage you must be equal, but it's never, it's never true. Yeah. And it's obviously not going to be a hundred percent true in all cases. But there's a lot of things that traditional men won't mm. do. Like we weren't taught how to do things about everything by our fathers, mm. and then we have families, and it's like you know that continues. So now I blow hair, I wash hair, I brush hair, I do all the things with my daughter that a traditional man yeah, would normally yeah. do. But for me, that's what I need to do to be a man. Yes. So for me, like you say, bring it close to home and figure go. out what it means to be a man in your circumstances before you decide to be a man out there for everyone else. Mm. Yeah, and that's why I use the term traditional because when you say the term tra- traditional man, you know what I mean? Um, it sort of figures like, oh, masculine. Do you know what I mean? But I'm trying to get into what hey, you man. <laughs> If someone gives you advice and you feel offended, then there's something wrong here with your ego. I don't know that quote, but it sounds legit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, yes, and maybe we are to blame as men because we were taught to be, you know, masculine. And yes, in some senses, we do, we are seen as protectors, providers, but when you truly, when masculinity, in my opinion, is molded into the way it's supposed to be, we are able to recognize when we are supposed to take a step back. Do you know what I mean? And realize like, look here, it's not all about just oh, oh, and being, you know, a man and nobody's going to touch my son or my daughter or whatever. But it's also about being there because you always hear this in households, or at least I do. It's like, I work so that you can live the life today. But at the end of the day, me as someone looking up to a father or an uncle or wherever you find yourself, is like, you want that time spent to teach me how to honest. You know, this anger, this, because, I mean, men are most likely to be angry as they mature and go through puberty. You know what I mean? Teach me how to harness this and to turn it into something that can be done in a way To that, channel it into something yeah, positive. Yeah, into something positive and something... And productive. That, yes, that, 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 that provides, you know, all that... That and breeze. constructive. Yeah, that, thank you. Wordsmith, sorry, man. <laughs> but I'm thinking uh, now of what you're saying yeah, and I'm just like, we're oh, flowing. More <laughs> happiness, more... Do you know what I mean? In, in that sense, because we don't get that message as men. All we get is like, you cut. You know, you this, you that, you this, you that. And in some cases, 100%, we do need to do better. But to tell someone to do something, like if you're an employee, if you, like if you're a team leader at work, for instance. Can I just say something quickly on that? I'm sorry mm-hmm. to break your word. I'm really sorry, no, bro. No, I don't no, mean to. No, no, no. But you know when they talk about when a teacher tells you in grade one, ah, you cuck stupid, you yeah. cuck stupid, you cuck stupid, yeah. and then you start believing that exactly. you cuck stupid. Exactly. Are you going there with that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. Like, I am trash, you know what I mean? I yeah. Mean, but nobody's, nobody's showing you, like, look here, you don't have to be this aggressive bodyguard. There's a time, there's a place for that. You need to harness your masculinity in order to breed productivity to breed benefits for those around you. So that's why I use the term traditional to, to sort of trigger that man. Like, because when I say traditional, you think, 
provider, protector, but then you said like your dream or, or something that you always bring up is I'm going to be a stay-at-home dad. And that is just as masculine as someone that is fucking working 40 hours a week to bring home the bacon and, because at the end of the day you there in your child's life. You know what I mean? Because when um, my son or daughter comes home from school and they had a bad day, they can talk about it. They don't understand what's happening in the world. You know what I mean? And you can sort of mold that understanding about like, look, you will go through tough times. You will, there will be people that hate on you, even though you're the best soccer player at, or rugby player or whatever, the most smart person, the smartest. No? I can't yeah. see your eyes, so I don't know if you're looking at me. Oh, well, I'm not looking at oh, you. okay. The smartest person. There will always be people that hate you're on right, you. You're right, though. Oh, yeah, shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, like, um, and that's the, the reason why. Like, I say it in jest, and people are like, ah, you're being silly, even my wife's like, it's ridiculous, call me a state But, there's a part of me that, that would enjoy it, and it's for the reasons both of you said, like, Jody mentioned getting present, and you mentioned, like, spending time with your kid, molding them. Like, for me, that would be, like, the most amazing thing. Um, mm. If we were financially secure, and, like, our future, like, is comfortable, and it's possible, spend as much time with my kids, so that can be there, teach them, help them grow them, because um, there's a lot where we just had to figure out for ourselves, mm. um, and I say we, and I'll pocket all of us, but there was moments where you're like, oh, mm. I wish parents, like, this is what I need, I don't yeah. need a new uh, PlayStation game, like, I need yeah. to talk, mm. teach me something, mm. I mean, our dad still knows that when he's turning 30 soon, he still gives us shit for, like, not doing DIYs, like, oh, you guys have yeah. another pay someone to clean your yard. I told you also, bro. Yo, bro. I need to defer. I need to defer. I mean, I know you do everything yourself, bro. Yes, this, this one is the luxury and mm. the convenience because we're in a position. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I don't have to do this fucking place. I'm like, it might help him and like, help his family. Mm. Partially true. Mm. But on the other side, like, the way our dad taught us to do stuff, it wasn't conducive to Because I did the same cock <laughs> <laughs> When we were like, to you, like it was, it was a desert off. Yeah. Um, instead of like, hey, I can see you messing, let's put some paper down. Like, kind of give mm. the safety net, man. Just take mm. a different approach. Um, yeah. And there's a lot, not a knock on you, because there's a lot of good stuff mm. that we did learn. Yeah. Um, but like, from my perspective, just yeah. playing the field at all, mm. hoping to play it soon, um, it would be having as much time as possible and being involved. And then, like, Again, coming to unlocking talents. Like, mm. I don't want to be. My preference wouldn't be to help everyone at work and outside in the world. And my life is a little more like, you know, this is great motivator, but I don't get anything yeah. from it. That's fucking. Yeah. Yo. So it's back to it's start that, at home. That's what I'm doing. I want to change you know society and do it in this home. house. And hopefully, this house can then go out there and influence and change. Right. Do you have anything to add, Jordan? Nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's what I was trying to unlock. And oh, on yeah. that note, I yeah. think, you know, whoever, yeah. like, like we always say, whoever wants to hear it, he's hearing it. And yeah, that brings us to another end. 
of an episode, bruh. This episode was fucking flames, my bro. Are you in all the way in your pussy my bro? Yeah. You sat down with some, you know, great individuals. Oh, yeah. I wish you both the best. I'm sure I'll speak for us both. Wish you both the best on a future endeavor, Ramon, as well. And also Ramon. Yeah, that's why I'm getting to him. We're gonna get you on the show, bro. We need yes, more of that philosophier. And you would think you was the rapper, but I was. Yeah, fair. Uh, He's the rapper. <laughs> 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 Can I get something clear? <laughs> I was a cashier, but I did the cosmetic ladies dial the rapping. Wow, was it uh, like a traditional man thing? No, it was a traditional <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the fuck it was. How about that? How about that, nigga? Huh? away. So we've come to the end of another beautiful audio journey. Thanks again, guys. All of you guys for joining us. We appreciate Thank you, guys. Links will be in the description. Away. If you'd like to listen to us, you can find us. You can find us on at the real cost SA on Instagram and Twitter. You can find myself. At I am basic cow and you. Yeah. You can find me at geo underscore the underscore Don. If you want to listen to the podcast, you can listen to us on virtually all streaming platforms. Uh, we class like that. So uh, where you can find us on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Cast Box. Box. You can find us on any other platform. But if that's what you see, don't worry, don't worry. Just type in www.realcastsa.podbean.com. You can listen to the audio journey there. If that's not enough, we have extra content. You can find us on TikTok at The Real Cast TV and on YouTube also at The Real Cast TV. If you want to get in touch with us, it's trealcast at gmail.com. I monitor that email address, so I will see your email. And I, wait, I want to hear the smoke, my bro. Follow no Nah, I want to hear the smoke, my bro. Bring it all to us. We're happy to engage with you guys. And away. That's about it for us, my bro. Um, the main thing to remember is what, Carl? Keep it locked. Keep it loaded. And keep keep it, it real. real. Ah.